And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Cornflake. Good morning. And good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Hey, Thursday, we've got tickets for Slipknot we're going to give away. We're going to talk about death. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and we've puppies? got... <laughs> you're just going to have to wait, Cornflake. Oh, man. Uh, and we've got breaking news that we'll share coming up very soon as well. Pool party, uh, patio party number five is actually going to be a pool party this Friday at the Elephant Run. If you're familiar with the Elephant Run, there is a pool outside, and we will be hanging out there enjoying ice cold Michelob Ultra. It's just west of 51st and Harvard. You got it. I heard that Gary Busey is known to show up at that place from time to time. Oh, fun! I think that's 
He doesn't live here. Okay. So. Well, I mean, he was just in town not too long ago getting some delicious an o- an STG. O- right, but he's not. He was in for an award. Okay. But he's not. <laughs> he just doesn't come to visit. He didn't hang come out in for to ice just, cream. No. Come on. <laughs> Maybe we should send him awards so he'll get down here on Friday. Be like, we should. Hey, Bubby, we have an award for. Best hair or something. I don't know. Best horse teeth. Best, best horse best teeth. Gums. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, besides uh, the Hanson guys, there are very few current status celebrities. Uh huh. Because there are some people that were once time very famous, like oh my god, famous. Yeah. That still live here, but Garth is was the only one that lived here. Yeah. And that's. So there's, I don't think there's anybody that's permanent here. Ah, there needs to be. Jean and her husband, Jean Triplehorn and her husband, yeah. they're here occasionally visiting family. Um, And then there is Garth that will come here now. And there's Gary Busey that will appear, of the ones that I know. But there isn't anybody I don't think that is of that status that is here full time. Hmm. I have to give Vic Regal a case and find out. <laughs> that I'm sure... I am sure that is on the top of his to-do list. It should be. Is it? I don't, it should be. Do they investigate things like that? Vic, find out who's famous in town and let me know. That's, I'm just putting it out there. When I got pulled over the other day, I wanted to be like, how's Vic? <laughs> is he on the case? <laughs> he sure has got you guys, he sure got you guys working the case. Still hot on the trail there, Vic? Still hot on the trail, huh? <laughs> got that new Fandangle machine, huh? With the lights. <laughs> What was the screaming going on? Because Gimpy, <laughs> like, it's not uncommon to hear Sam scream getting scared. That, that yeah. is pretty common in the morning, you know, at 5.45 or whatever in the morning here. Yeah. What's not uncommon is for it to sound like bloody murder and to hear continuous screams. Yes. And because that, that was like the, I don't know about Gimpy. I think we looked at each other about the same. It was about the fourth or fifth one that we went, <laughs> we should probably go check that out. Yeah, something seemed right. <laughs> um. So I was just walking down the hall, going to fill up my coffee cup, and I saw something move from one of our studio's production rooms into another, like go under the door and move into another, and it was big, like at least four inches, like like oh, long. Oh, that's huge. Well, for, that sounds gigantic. <laughs> well, for things that crawl, I don't even know huge. how you handle something like that. <laughs> Massive. I thought it was a cockroach with wings, and so the first time I saw it, I got scared because it was really close to my feet, and then Cornflake just happened to be walking out of the break room, and I'm like, did you see that? And then we went to go investigate, and whatever it was had gone into the men's bathroom and then decided, nope, and then went into the women's bathroom, so we went into the women's bathroom to see what it was, and then at first we couldn't find Corn it. Cornflake went in there? Yeah, he went in I've there seen the billboards. You're not supposed to be doing that, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, man. It's 2016, man. 2016, you do it. No, not according to those billboards. <laughs> Listen, if he identifies with the women. Not according to the billboards. Oh, so you guys are in the bathroom. Yeah. Looking at the ground. Yes. Yeah. And Cornflake's recording, so he's he's mostly looking at his phone, like looking at the ground through his phone. Okay. And I'm trying to find out where this thing went because I'm like, I'm 100% sure I saw it crawl under the door. Like, I know it's in here. And then out of nowhere, it came from <laughs> one of the corners and crossed oh. the bathroom, and it was a mouse. Like, a legit mouse. Like, and and then it it crawled or it went back and forth a couple of times and then it stayed behind the plunger and it just I don't like them getting close to my feet and I also there's like cute little mice and then there's like mean ones and I wasn't sure which one it is and then 
They're all horrible. Yes, there's not a single nice one unless there's, you're feeding it to a snake. There's a yeah. reason they're called rodents. <laughs> right. Well, sometimes I, I kind of felt bad for this one a little bit because it was like really panicking and then it was trying to jump up the wall because it was so scared because we were in there. And and then I felt bad and then when it jetted back towards me, I didn't feel bad anymore. So I didn't want it near me. I didn't want it near my feet. And so then it left the bathroom and then Cornflake trapped it in the break room. So it's like, get it. <laughs> What'd well, you do with it after that? Is it Corn still Flake? trapped in there? It's trapped. Yeah. I don't know how, how trapped it is because it ran into the break room and then I heard our intro music start. So, like, I've got to go. So I closed the door. Here we are. Yeah, I, it's closed. Hopefully. So, okay, let me just um, recap here. <laughs> you trapped an animal by closing the door when you saw it go under doors. Well, I mean, like, it, it couldn't get in the men's room because the door, the, the crack wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you, by you, I'm just going with what you guys told me in the story. Okay, well, it, it made it into the women's room because there's a big enough crack to go through. Sure. And how's that crack underneath the other door? Uh, I, Did I, you even check it? I, it's little. It's Did little you big, even check it? It's bigger than. Did you even check it? Yes! No, you didn't. <laughs> You did not look to see the height of the crack in the door and be like, this will work. Well, I closed it and I saw the crack. Compared to the other doors, this looks pretty good. <laughs> well, you're wrong. So I, I You looked. did check it. I looked, yeah. <laughs> you looked. Yeah. Mr. I need glasses. Look to see what the precision height is. Correct. He's probably going to get out. but Yes, yeah. he's going to get out. It's a mouse. Yeah. yeah, they can flatten their bodies. All they need is like enough room to not even fit their whiskers in, just their nose. And then oh, they, gross. they shrink they up and then they flatten out completely. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's sick. how they get in those tight spices. That's what, sick. So it's let's just say it's trapped. Yeah. What's the plan? Uh, well, I mean... Chase it. <laughs> yeah, the best I'm just really asking fast. what the plan is. It's really fast. It's, it's, it's a mouse. It's a They're fast. Yeah, you you fast. two are fascinating to me. You've never seen a mouse before? Not here. And no, I yes, actually... Yes, they've been here before. In the building? Yes. I've... That is the first mouse I've ever seen in the building. And the other mouses that I've ever seen have only been in, like, people's garages and stuff. I've never seen, like, a mouse in the house. Mouse in a house. Right, no, I get it. It rhymes. <laughs> I've told the story of finding one in my house and pounding and breaking up the drywall to find it. Did you really? Yes. Oh, because it went in the wall? Yes. Well, no, I I, I heard it, but then I put uh, poison out and then it started stinking and I couldn't find it. So I was trying, I pounded the holes in the wall to find it and had to replace all the drywall. Oh, because it died. It died in the walls. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds so terrible. Yeah, that's called being an adult. It's life. It's just awful. Like you had to you had to like doesn't smell as bad as Oh no 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 right no there. no 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 no. It is Oh god, what died. Yeah. It, it fills the room. Yeah. yeah. And it's when you find the hole, it would I mean it wafts like over the top. <laughs> You know they have poisons out that dehydrate the the bodies, so they don't when they die they don't rot like that. It just sucks up all the juice. I thought that's what I bought. Aha! Apparently, that's why I was unless it died beforehand. Okay, that makes sense. Had a heart attack. Right. Natural causes. Some weird guys chasing after me with a hammer. Yeah, get it. Uh, yeah. But if you, but if, then if it doesn't stink, then how do you find it? You just have dead mice that stay in your wall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What. Your family lives out in, in the Hicks, right? Yeah. And you don't deal with mice in the house? I mean, not that I remember. I remember scorpions. That happened twice where there were scorpions and like those big June bugs, but never like in there. But also, but also they, uh, my grandma has cats and my mom had a cat too. So maybe they were just doing their job and eating the mice. 
You guys are so cute and adorable, young. <laughs> yeah, right. Just obliviate, like, wow, it's a mouse. <laughs> All right. Do you know Mickey? <laughs> Do you know Mickey? So you're just not going to get coffee today, Cornflake? Uh, I got I got coffee before. Yeah, no! but you drink coffee a lot. I yeah, do. and I went to go refill, but then that mouse distracted me, so I'm running yeah. on empty So are you all going to get coffee the rest of the day? I mean, oh. is the plan to go in there at all? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... it's so what, cool. you put your foot down so it can't get out? <laughs> I don't want to have to kill it, but... No, I mean, you put your foot down so it won't come out when you open the door. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll just so, go. You can get, so you can get in and get coffee. Oh, I'll, no, what I'll if our boss in. comes in and then the mouse gets him? That's a chance you take. Gets him? Or I don't know, it scares <laughs> he him. He played O-line for... Yeah, but like, listen, if you're like, I'm just going to go and enjoy a cup of coffee, and then there's a mouse, that that that's what happened to me. Most people don't react the way that you react when they see a mouse. No. They, I, you guys don't find that scary and crazy? No, I don't find it scary. I don't like mice either. And I don't want them chasing me. But I don't <laughs> scream like I'm getting hacked to death in the hallway. <laughs> It sounded like she was getting. Yes, she was getting I, murdered. I, the first scream, I was like, "That's not her normal scared scream." And then I was like, "Ah, oh, someone's scaring her." And then it happened again, and then it happened again, and then we walked out and heard cornflake cackling. And then I was like, "That's okay, wait." Hmm. Flake laughing, Sam screaming. Not yeah. Good. I, I mean, if you were going to go crazy and murder us, I feel like you laughing would be that would be perfect. part of it. Yeah. But that's just hypothetical if it were. Right, that, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hypothetically yeah. speaking, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would be an ex- expectation. So I don't know if hearing him laugh would have been the thing we should have been like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, right. like you're so smiley during this conversation. You went from like your mustache being straight to now it's curling. Like, you're like, I just murder. I don't understand the point of blood. Locking it, assuming that worked, into the kitchen, and you plan on still going in there. I don't understand the goal. I just, I didn't know. I don't know what to do in that situation. I don't know how to take care of it. Like, it, it was more like. It's a road and you don't take care of it. Right. But I'm just saying in this, but like, I wanted to make sure that Cornflake saw what I saw when we went in the bathroom. That like, there was right. a mouse. I'm not crazy. And so when he, when the mouse moved and it went to the break room and Cornflake shut the door, like, I, I don't know what plan B is. So I'm just following him. Like, okay, whatever, you know. You have a penis. You know how to take care of this kind of stuff. Right, just it just gonna, comes just along with the, with the. Yeah, it comes in instructions right in yeah, manual. manual. Yeah. yeah, so I just whatever cornflakes you know plan. I'm just going to go along with it. Like he's like, we're going to trap it in here. I'm like, that's a great idea. I didn't think about. I didn't def it because I, I don't. And know. And that's a great idea. Why? Because he knows better. Okay. Why? And why? Why trap it? In the kitchen? Uh, it's isolated, so there's a better chance of catching it now instead of it being loose in the whole building. If it's trapped. If it's trapped. If it's trapped. If it's in that I room. was like, strapped? Like it's carrying a gun? <laughs> it's trapped. Oh, the mice mouse in this neighborhood, lost. man. So you yeah, feel like because it's the door was shut, you trapped it in there, you can now, now it'll be easier to grab it. This agile, quick little machine, you yeah. can, or, you know, animal. It's at least, you know, if it is, if, if the door is good enough to where it's not getting out, then it's at least isolated. It's like... It's in that room, so we know where it's at. Wait, what if it goes in the fridge or behind the cupboards or somewhere like right. that? Right. Maybe it's running because it's scared because it's going to have babies, and now you've given oh. it the place behind the fridge oh, that yuck. is warm and it can hide, uh, and and yes. no one can get to it and have babies. I didn't I'm give it anything. Vomit. It's it was going in there anyway. <laughs> yes. I'm just I'm just saying. There's only one way to deal with mice. Kill it. Kill them. Yep. Oh. He's little too. He's a little bitty. Like. Yeah, they're mice, bro. It's not four inches. <laughs> it's they're they're mice. They're small. Yeah, yeah, he's little. Mice are small, and you know what else? Like we need to check all this food we have. Yeah, right. See what's been gotten into. Oh man, I'm, uh, now I'm worried about my animal crackers that are in my office. You should. Ah. <sighs> 
Are they the frosted ones or just plain? No, they're just the plain. Oh, okay. they like the frosted ones. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, you're, don't okay. worry about it. Yeah. Nobody likes the plain ones. <laughs> Four-year-olds like the plain ones. And that's only because they haven't been met the, the frosted ones yet. I ain't kidding. <laughs> they haven't met them yet? No. When you meet the frosted uh, animal crackers, you're like, animal who? What? No going back. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I can't believe you screamed that loud. That was... That was awesome. It awesome. scared me. It... It was like now there's a whole new um uh I can't think of the word I'm so sorry but like there's like the reverse wheel scream that's how that was that's on loudness that's like it's either like no eh. way no. that was a scream that I that I was genuinely going something's going on yeah yeah mouse is getting me well we well, thought it was worse than a mouse yeah and a mouse isn't going to get you <laughs> maybe well, uh, literally a mouse is not going to get you Maybe it was a brave mouse and it wanted to bite my toes. It's literally not going to bite your toes. Well, here's what it does. It chews off your Achilles tendon, right? Cripples you to the floor. <laughs> what was that? Oh, my God. Don't, don't oh, even. <laughs> don't even. Because Cornflake had his sweater tied around his waist and his sweater, like, brushed my my feet. And that's probably when that I screamed the, the loudest. That was one of the screams, yeah. Because it scared wow. me. I thought Touched it was a mouse. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, Cornflake, are you going to murder it? Uh, I'll do my damnedest. I'll see if I can kill it. <gasps> I can't believe you, you've never been in an interaction with a, with a rodent before. No, like, at I, all. I, I think one time in high school, there was one of my friend's garage and when we were smoking pot. Right. And, but I didn't deal with it. It went and we got scared, and I don't remember anything happening with that. And then I, I think that I may have seen a dead mouse in a mouse trap. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> It's <laughs> oh the only reason I don't even care about your story. We gotta take a break. We'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. The texts that we got are really great. My favorite one is... A mouse looks like a cockroach with wings? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I couldn't see a dart. I mean, a mouse and a cockroach don't look anything alike. Nothing. Yeah, but I thought it was like, uh, that's, I thought it was like an overgrown cockroach that had like really long wings. Like for, for a but split second. what animal is that? That's not an mm. overgrown cockroach. What? Yeah, like a big cockroach. Like that- a desert spider? <laughs> no. Like, like a... A long cockroach. <laughs> Can't help, Sam. I'm sorry. Like some know. M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> crazy concoction? Like some B-horror movie stuff? Yes. I don't know. That's what I thought immediately. It made more sense than a, than a rat or a mouse. What? What? Because I thought... Cause I, why, what, you're, you're saying some mythical animal makes more sense <laughs> than a mouse or a rat in a building where people... You know, leave food crumbs on the ground. No, no, no. Like I across just, from the Hooker Hotel. I just saw that cockroaches being here would be like that made more sense to me. Like you see something scurry and you're like, oh, probably bugs. You know? No. no if it's fast, it's a mouse. Well, I know that now. Or it's a mouse <laughs> with cockroach wings. <laughs> Someone said, "Is it mouse season?" And then uh, I like this is the best one. What do you guys put up a no mouse allowed sign? Problem solved. <laughs> there you go. No mouse twenty sixteen. Yeah, a sign will always fix everything. That makes me. <laughs> and then someone reminded me that Rodney Carrington lives uh, in South Tulsa. Yeah, that's that's a good reminder right there. So thank you for that. Let's go ahead and do news quickies. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say what the. F-? Now here's Corbin, Cornflake, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in ninety seven five KMOD. Man robs bank and goes back to the casino. 
This uh, 52-year-old guy was at the casino at the blackjack table. He was there all morning, and then about 3 p.m., he put down a $25 chip on the table to hold his spots. He said he'd be right back. Well, he goes down the streets, robs a local bank, and then gets all the money. He slid a note to the teller, got the, got the money, and then went back to the casino. Didn't get caught at all. He stayed there and blew a lot of money. They didn't say how much, but he was there till 4.30 a.m., so uh, assumedly about 12 hours. 4.30 a.m., and then he went home, and then the next morning, police showed up at his house. They found him asleep on the couch, and he uh, he claimed to be completely innocent of the thing, but they found him. You know, they found his shirt that he wore. They found the towel that he had wrapped around his face. They found a bunch of cash stuffed into the couch, and uh, now he is uh, facing... $50,000 cash bond and 10 to 20 years in prison. Listen, when you're hot, you're hot. You got to get that money. That's right. Damn straight. Doesn't Doesn't matter. Matter. The table's talking to you. You got to do what you got to do, man. And that's a really funny um, disguise. He's wrapped a towel around his face. Yep. Like, put your hands up. I'm towel man. <laughs> don't I don't know what the shirt is he's wearing. The shirt in the picture, it looks like he's wearing, it's, it looks like Zeus with a gun. <laughs> I thought it was Bruce Campbell at first, but it's a Nike shirt. I'm like, it wouldn't have anything to do with each other. I, I don't know where the Bruce Campbell part Comes in the shotgun and just the it looked like it looked like a caricature of Bruce Campbell. He just sees muscles. Does anybody and that looks superhero esque like does that automatically go to Bruce no, it's, Campbell it's for just, you? It's just that specific picture. It look kind of looked like him. I, you know, it looks nothing like Bruce Campbell. Like at all. It, it nope. looks like a caricature of Bruce Campbell with a shotgun. I I I, I want to argue with you, but I'm not going to because I don't know that much about Bruce Campbell except the photo I've seen of his face. And his stature, and they look nothing similar. Hmm. No, it looks like him. Cornflake yeah. just sees muscle man, muscular man, and he's like, oh, is that Bruce? <laughs> it Bruce? <laughs> it might be wishful thinking, but, you know, <laughs> damn it. Dentist lost sharp tool down patient's throat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoops. Two years ago, a patient went into his longtime dentist for root canal. And during the procedure, the dentist, whose name is Dr. Beta Kozar Washkalashka, <laughs> I love that Wash Kaloshka? Warsha Kaloska. Yeah. It's so long. This is the longest last name. For her to sign, it probably took so much practice. Um, but she knew that she had dropped the tool but couldn't find it. The patient said she told me when she found it that she would be calling me, but he never received a phone call. Days later, he was hospitalized with severe pains in his stomach. Doctor found the tool that's called a barbed breech and removed it with... <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like a band. Yeah, right? Like cornflake likes. <laughs> <laughs> and removed it with emergency surgery. The patient says he still has lingering problems from the whole ordeal and the patient had sued the doctor and was awarded $675,000 settlement. The patient's lawyer said the doctor should have used a dental dam to prevent, <laughs> to prevent objects falling down the patient's throat. Wow. A barbed brooch... Is pretty nasty. Yeah, it's not uh, exactly the the nicest looking tool. If you know, there's a thing they sell at Home Depot and Lowe's. Lowe's when you have a clogged toilet, or I'm sorry, clogged drain, and it's uh, looks like a stick, but then it's got prongs that are in reverse. Okay. So when you pull it out, you pull out whatever hair, whatever's in. Okay. Looks almost like a zip tie kind of. And, but when you pull it, it's really dense plastic. That's what it looks like, except it's got a handle on the end. Wow. Like so pokey. Yeah. That'd make a good prison shank, looks like. Okay, so uh, this thing is barbed, so it means it's kind of supposed to go one direction. But like coming out, it will coming not. Coming out, it's going to yeah. take everything with it. Yeah, uh, a la fish hook type yeah. of mentality, yeah. Oh. 
Dude. He he deserves all six hundred seventy five thousand dollars of that. Should that guy lose his dental license? Mm. Oh well, it was a woman, and okay. um, yes, because I feel like if you if you're like, where's my tool? I can't find it. Then- yeah, but accidents happen. Now, if this was like a recurring thing, like she does it like three times a year, maybe. Yeah, but if you can't find your tool and there's a possibility that it's in some kid's belly, then you probably should take that True. person for a X ray and I, not just absolutely, absolutely. It's not a hammer. <laughs> it's not even a screwdriver. Yeah, but this you know is what I mean? pokey. I understand. I'm not saying she shouldn't get in trouble. I'm just saying how big is the tool? Some dental tools are really tiny. Yeah. I'm not d- discount I'm not saying it's not okay. I'm not it's not okay. She shouldn't she should get in trouble. Should she lose her dental license? Ah. I I feel like there's negligence when she couldn't find her tool and there was a possibility that it was in that patient's stomach. Like she never called him to be like, "Hey, I still haven't found it. You might want to go get checked out." <laughs> like that's fair. I, like there was, you know, some negligence on her part. And as a dentist, you should be responsible for all your tools. She should get a written warning and say, "Don't do it again." I wouldn't go to her as a dentist anymore. I wouldn't go back to her. Negative. Even if I heard the story, I would stop going to her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. A uh, Florida man stabs his wife during an argument over mangoes. There's an 84-year-old. Oh, they're not even that good. They aren't, really. My lizard likes them, and that's about it. Uh, so an 84-year-old man is sitting in his bedroom with his wife, eating some mangoes, having a good time. And she gets all kinds of pissy when she notices that he's just throwing chunks on the floor. Understandably. Ah, yeah. Right? What kind of savage does that sort of thing? The one that doesn't clean. Exactly. <laughs> So she starts arguing with him, and that's when he lunged at her with the knife that he was using to peel the mangoes, and he stabs her twice. She bangs on the wall to get her daughter's attention to call for help. Of course, police and medics come out. She's fine, and he's gotten arrested. Now, of course, he told police, he says, I don't remember stabbing her at all. He played the old man card, totally. Why not? Do it. Do it. If you see the picture on the Facebook, you look at him, you're like, how could you arrest that guy? He looks so old. I don't think that mangoes is worth. That's not the. No, seems not worth it. No, I don't think there is a fruit worth stabbing somebody over. He does look like Buddy, right? So frail old man. (laughs) He looks like he joined Corbin last night at dinner. Like he's super old and just like so sweet. I went to dinner pretty early. It was like four or five. Four or five. Yeah. Mom fed meth to toddler who took methadone. Mother in Arizona is under arrest for letting her 22-month-old daughter ingest methadone. She only gave the methadone to the child after the little girl ingested... uh, I'm sorry. She gave meth to the little child after she ingested methadone. To try to, like, counteract it? Well, see, she wasn't sure what happened. It was a 1.2 milligram bottle of methadone, which I don't know if that's a lot. I'm guessing it is. Sounds like it. And she didn't know what to do, so she didn't call 911, so she started looking online on how to deal with methadone OD. Hmm. Apparently, a witness heard her say she was buying, getting meth and witnessed her put meth in her rectum. What? Huh? <laughs> now, I'm guessing what? if the child is out... That is the only way you can get to make sure it gets into the system. Yeah, oh, it's okay. hard to convince a baby to snort. Okay. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, like I said, she told witnesses that she was going to get meth and to try and counteract the methadone. Apparently, she looked it up online, and that was the answer. So well, she, I, methadone's like a heroin, I think. Like that's how, But it like knocks you out, makes you sleepy, right? No, methadone is to deal with people that are having meth 
withdrawals to deal with the symptoms. Heroin withdrawals as well. Heroin, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not heroin, it's a or it's chemical heroin. Yeah. So but right, so it makes you sleepy. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I mean everybody I've seen on it looks like they're gonna fall asleep any yeah. second. Yeah, so, I think it's about right. So then for she's like, Well, you know, meth makes you really awake. If we combine the two, then maybe they'll just be normal. It only makes sense. If you're an adult. <laughs> Wait, let's start with that. Baby. I mean, well, let's just start with that. 22 years old, 22 month old toddler. Yeah. So n- neither one makes sense. I'm Additionally, not saying that was a good I idea. I think it's not our job to tell you this, but since we could be held accountable, methadone is not a counteract to meth. <laughs> that will not save you. Don't that and we charge you if you, we don't charge you. The phone company charges you if you text us. <laughs> and if you call us, they we use you use minutes. There you go. If you drive, your <laughs> gas uses fuel you put in it. I feel like so, uh. so stupid. Anyway, the the little girl was discovered the next morning unresponsive by another adult. The state has taken her two other children into state custody, and she's charged with first-degree murder and two counts of child abuse. Good. Wow. I just feel the two counts are a little unnecessary. Why is that? Well, I mean, she's going to be found guilty of first-degree murder. Yeah. But, I mean, if you've got the opportunity to hit this dumb bitch with everything you got, yeah, why with, not yeah, do it? You. But it's just you're, you've got to prove that in court, so you're just wasting time and money oh, from okay. the state. Okay. She's going to jail for the rest of her life. If if they're like, we're going to give you 20 years or whatever, and then she's got good behavior with the 10, maybe those extra charges will give her another you know 10 added on or whatever. I, I feel like first-degree murder's got a pretty heavy sentence along with it, and I can't imagine they're going to find a jury that's or a judge that's real sympathetic. <laughs> By the way, her mugshot, she looks like such a little bitch. I'm glad you brought that up. How old do you think she is? Ooh. Because I deliberately 40, didn't tell you her age. 45? Cornflake? Uh, okay. I'm going a hard 28. She's, uh, <laughs> she's been on the meth for a while. She's about 24. What? 30 is her age. Right. She looks old as F. Well, yeah. that's what the methamphetamines does to you. It ages you real quick. Yeah. yeah. Drugs. I mean, opiates do it too. Yeah. Gross. You want to see these stories or the pictures we talked about? See what uh, Bruce Campbell looks like cartoonized? <laughs> uh, hit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's morning show. The big mad morning show. Oh, I thought a group of Vietnamese people were having their intestines pulled out through their mouths. The assault continues next, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Pop is on with us and yesterday it kind of got mediocre media coverage, but the Olympics did start yesterday and it did start for America as the women's soccer team played their first match and hope solo you might remember a few months back she was preparing for the olympics and she posted why are you laughing gimpy because <laughs> when you say I hope know, solo I, <laughs> the only yeah thing i, I think know i suddenly is... <laughs> for some reason corbin you said her name and i was like i'm hungry for arby's <laughs> yeah right i need some chewing gum oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> some chewing gum. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? You know, Arby's is early. <laughs> so she is playing, and she was prepping for the 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 games, and she showed all the mosquito stuff she bought. Well, for those yeah. who don't know, when you go to the Olympics, it's a lot of local people that go to the matches too. It's not just okay people that are you know U.S. fans or 
or uh, whoever they're playing. Right, not it's, travel. It's, yeah, it's a pre- pretty big makeup, or it's people that are there for other games. Okay. So she's playing against New Zealand, and they won two to nothing, but that's not where the story is. The story is, is that while she is playing, and I'm going to start the audio, anytime Hope Solo touched the ball, they yelled Zika really loud <laughs> every single time that she touched the ball. Just take a listen. It just goes to show, and I know Popple grew. Soccer fans are awesome. So, because she posted that she had all this, you know, bug spray stuff, they're like, "Let's just yell Zika." She was uh, had been critical about the Zika stuff that they were doing, and they were just giving her. They were trolling her. Oh, that's awesome! I love when people all decide to troll together. That's cute. She had originally said that the Zika stuff was was overblown by the media, and then she was posting all those photos on uh, on social media. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> soccer fans are awesome. They're also psychopaths yeah. at the same time. So yeah, yeah. You got to keep in mind they're chanting for a disease that gives babies small heads. That's how hilarious that they are. Think about that. Yeah, they are straight. Their their field is barren of Fs. They do not care at wow. all. Oh, they don't. And they just. Have. And if you watch, is New Zealand just not good at soccer? Ah, not really. No, I mean, I, it, but uh, you got. I mean, the, the United States. I mean, they're they're on other uh, another level from from most women's competitors anyway. Okay, I just feel like I it should have been I mean, close. Just, yeah, but they just came off of winning the World Cup, Corbin. You know, like a, like a couple of years ago. So I mean, they're they're that much better than everyone else in the world. I know, but I I guess I look at it this way: when you're in the Olympics. You're not. There's no charity cases. They're like, well, I guess we'll just give it to New Zealand. I guess, <laughs> I guess uh, Papua New Guinea should get a team. No, you got to qualify. You've got to win. Yeah, you have to qualify. It's the same thing for the World Cup, though. I mean, I, the World Cup's probably better competition than the Olympics. Some countries take the Olympics and use it as a training ground. Like on the men's side, on the men's side, it wouldn't have been the men's national team that goes. It would have been the under 23s that actually go to the World Cup. What does that and mean? A lot of other countries do the same thing. So you'd have to be because you have levels in soccer that play. You can play for like under 16s, under 18s, under 17s, under 19s, and a lot of countries take the younger groups and send them through qualification to give them experience and go and play in the Olympics. And United States didn't qualify, so their under-23 team, uh, under the age of 23, did not qualify. And a lot of other countries do the exact same thing. So sometimes it's, sometimes it's not even like the top level of the performers or, or the athletes in, in soccer that end up even going to the Olympics. I don't know how we went to got it, it got so boring so quick, but <laughs> it, it really did. Like I was thought of the Hosika and Go Hope Solo and Rose Beef. All I age groups. Seriously, like all I can think about is a big Montana right now. Can I get a big Montana? Special red sauce. Bacon. So last night. Last night we had something that was uh, pretty big that happened outside of a big Montana, and that was Russell Westbrook, who has re-signed in Oklahoma City, according to Adrian Wojnarowski of The Vertical. It's a three-year, $85 million agreement with a player option for 2018 and 2019. So this is the way that you guys should look at this. It's basically a two-year extension 
for the Oklahoma City Thunder to pay Russell Westbrook a little bit more money, but also give them enough cap space to go after a max level player next year. And if they're unable to do that, Russell Westbrook can re-enter free agency when he's been in the league 10 years, which means he can be paid even more money and become a free agent in two years from now. So that's the simple way to look at it, and that's still a little bit complicated, but the NBA is a complicated you-know-what when it comes to their salary renegotiations. But Thunder fans, Russell Westbrook will be in Oklahoma City for at least two more years with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Nick Foles did not sign with the Dallas Cowboys. Instead, he signed with Corbin's Kansas City Chiefs to back up Alex Smith. He needed it. Two-year deal for Nick Foles, and the Chiefs now have their backup quarterback. So, uh, Dallas Cowboys still on the search for a backup quarterback Manziel. with their camp taking place in Oxnard. No, it will not be Johnny Manziel. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny, though. It's I mean, stranger things. Like circus. Stranger things have happened with Jerry, so, so I it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, and it, it, in a way, it'd kind of be awesome, too. It would be I awesome. Mean, it, it would really be awesome, and then also exhausting at the same time. Wouldn't it be awesome if he did, and he was just a stud? Like he, he were like, "Where's this guy?" He just didn't want to play for the Browns. Clearly, because he had some games with the Browns. You were like, "Wow, this guy's a stud," even at yeah, the height of him being potential. totally a partier. There's potential, but I, I just think about how how they treat the Cowboys anyway, as far as media coverage. Is right, concerned. right, and right. You add Johnny Manziel to that, yeah, match, it's like, Ugh. yeah. Fun. Uh, pistol, pistol emoji, or oh, I'm sorry, water gun. Yeah, emoji, not pistol but, uh, emoji anymore. That because <laughs> yeah. we got to solve America's problems. And first things first, let's get rid of those emojis. I know that little that little blank smiley face with a water gun next to it will really get that point across. <laughs> That's false to Wall Street. You get me wet. I'm Jeremy Poplin. <laughs> Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Nine one eight four six zero KMOD can also text BMMS and then what you want to say 282945 patio party coming up Friday tomorrow elephant run 5 to 7 why would you want to do an elephant run you wouldn't but you'd like to go there hmm. and participate yes 5 to 7 specials on Michelob Ultra and get another keyword for four ways to fun from Action Power Sports. You might remember the story a while back about the guy who was found dead in the Walmart parking lot. Let me rephrase it. The veteran that was found dead in the Walmart parking lot here in Tulsa over at 66th and Memorial. Yeah. And it's happened again. And Cornflake, I'm sorry, Gimpy was sharing the story with us yesterday. You're not going to believe it. Down in Texas, there's a 24-year-old woman that went to her local Walmart and purchased several cans of compressed air, you know, the keyboard duster cleaner, Mm -hmm. and several towels. She was going out to her car to huff the chemicals. She was doing this in the parking lot at the Walmart. Oh, like, so not only buying the, you know, huffing material, the the keyboard duster, but the stuff to do it with, with the towels. Absolutely. She's gotten all the supplies she needs right there. Like the kit. (laughs) Yes. What do you need the towels for? You spray the, the compressed air into the towel. And because it's not actual air, it's yeah. liquid, it's chemicals. And so you spray them into the towel and then you stick it up to your face and you huff the chemicals and you get a buzz off of it. I them. can speak cornflake. 
It's like if you're going to use ether uh, or formaldehyde on a, on a female. Chloroform. Chloroform. Thank you for the correction. Okay. <laughs> good, good then. Um, so You know exactly what I mean now, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I know. Very precisely. smell funny? Um, so in a 26-hour period of time, this woman purchased upwards to 60 cans of compressed air. Wow. And towels. What Walmart does she go to? Because when I go into Walmart, they don't have 60 of anything on the no, shelf. No. Apparently, they kept restocking. She must go like thing. at 4.30, like right after night stock. They right. Restock. It must be regular. Yeah. Somebody walks. They're like, damn it, I just stocked this shelf. What happened? And, and you said in a what period of time? In a 26-hour period of time. So within one day, just over one day. Jesus. She purchased upwards to 60 cans of air and towels to go huff the chemicals. She goes out to her car. and She's huffing the chemicals. She goes back into the store at one point in time to buy some more. And she was discovered by Walmart employees. Now, she was discovered completely naked from the waist down, wearing nothing but a smile and a T-shirt. She had no panties. She had no pants on. So she's porky pigging it. She was totally porky pigging <laughs> it, covered in vomit and feces. God dang. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. So the Walmart employees, instead of calling 911, simply gave the woman a dress to put on and sent her about her way, where she purchased more cans of compressed air. Oh. <laughs> I'll give her a dress. That's nice. But yeah. You don't want a half-naked woman covered in filth walking around the Walmart. So if you're short on clothes, just show up at Walmart knocking, they're going to totally hook you up. got you covered, man. Well, they will. Well, yes. That's their job, apparently. So she goes back out to her car for one last round, and that's all that she had in her. She was discovered 37 hours later. She was in her car, completely naked. Wow. Well, half naked. You know, nothing but a t-shirt right, and a smile. Because the dress didn't really, wasn't her yeah, color. Yeah. <laughs> covered in vomit and feces. And now, the Walmart here in question is being... Uh, sued and held accountable for negligence. And I don't think that's right. I don't think that the store should be held accountable for this woman's death. And she's just dead. I mean, she, they just found her dead. She was just like, ah. Yeah, she's dead. There's there's nothing. Right, no, but I, she wasn't like, uh, she didn't like stab herself. No, or no she, she had completely overdosed because of the chemicals that she was huffing. And now because uh, the Walmart had sold her all these chemicals, even noticed her and gave her the dress, whatever, there's a case saying that they're being held accountable for this. And I don't feel that that is right. Why? I, I don't think that Walmart should be held accountable because they were just doing their jobs. It's this woman's fault who went in and didn't have the self-control to say, you know what? I think I've had enough for one day. I should stop. Hmm. So now she's dead. And I don't think that's right. Do you do, do you think that, I mean, you got to have rules in place because people don't follow them, right? For example, everyone knows the drinking age is 21, Yeah. but you got to have rules in place so the store doesn't sell them. That is true. To 21, even though those people should be responsible enough and know. So it, I, the blame totally falls on Walmart. No one needs that much keyboard cleaner. No one. Maybe so, but as I said, they're just they're just doing their job. They didn't know that this woman was an addict. They just see this weird pantsless woman walking in, covered in filth. It could just be some crazy wackadoo. You right, know? But, the but, moment she showed up pantsless, they should have called nine one one. And I I think that in a twenty four hour period, that means whoever's working, they had to have keep seeing this lady come in if she went in a bunch of times, so that they know that she was obviously up to no good. And I also feel like uh if if you're buying, you know, if she bought 
62 Lion King shirts, that's different than buying a chemical that you could hurt yourself with. When I worked at, in what state did you say this? This is in Texas. And when I worked at that orange hardware box store, the had a policy about selling gold paint, spray paint. Yeah. Really? Yes. And when we sold gold spray paint, if you bought just gold spray paint, mm-hmm. we wouldn't give you a bag, even if you asked for it. Really? Because we, people were huffing. Wow. I've never huffed anything, but I hear gold tastes the best. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's why you had that's why that was in place, because apparently gold's the best for huffing. Well and what? and we Yeah, what? apparently that is a true statement. It smelled different than pink and whatever? Listen, Weird. I don't know. I don't know either. Weird. <laughs> but we also had a rule that we could control we could decide whether we wanted to sell them or not. And if for me, I didn't really care unless you came in with gold ring like you had just uh, you know, had oral sex with somebody that was painted with gold. Gold member. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I was like, I'm bro, I can't sell it to you. I'm sorry. How many times did you have to uh turn people away for that sort of thing? Um not very often because, and this is where I'm going, is that you knew who the person was. It was okay. usually the same person that came in. Okay. You're not going to travel. If you if you live downtown, on the street in downtown, you're not going to travel to, you know, 71st and Mingo right. to buy your gold paint. You're okay. going to go to the one that's closest to you. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. And same thing with this huffing. I, it wouldn't surprise me if this person had gone there multiple times. Okay. Someone buys 60... 40, whatever it was, yeah. keyboard cleaners, you are aware of what they're using it for. In a 24-hour period, too. It's not like they were piling up over months. I'm just saying the first day. instance. Yeah. Let's say you have somebody walk into your store, and they buy a like a, a case, right. two cases of keyboard cleaner. You know what they're doing. What If, if what, you buy two, you know what they're doing. Yeah. Maybe they're just stocking up for the office. Negative. I mean, you, you don't know that. You I can, do know that. Uh, you can I look do at kn- somebody and judge and be like, yeah, yeah I sure you, can. You look like you're going to go and huff that. Yeah. But like, if your normal Joe goes in, maybe he's huffing, maybe for, he's right. not. This gal, you can see the picture on our Facebook. She doesn't look like the type of person that would be out huffing chemicals. She well, looks like a pretty okay. Well, that photo... But uh, you know what? If you if that photo looks like she was pre- primed up, ready to go out for the night. Okay. And there have been plenty. If you read stories of people that huff keyboard cleaner, they're, they're insane. I mean, the things that people do when they're all high on keyboard cleaner is like reading stuff about um, the sleeping pill. Okay, the Ambien. Ambien. Yeah. They do really crazy things. But what I'm saying is, if you own a business like, let's say, our building. You don't send someone to Sam's Club to get it or to Walmart to get it. Okay. And one keyboard, it, one can will last you a long time. Yeah. You don't need to stock up on it. Even with the Walmart Super Centers, you know, they got a lot of everything. I can't imagine they go they sell a lot of keyboard duster in one day for actual legit reasons other than huffing. Like if it were to sell only- Maybe a clock worker. A guy that works on clocks. Someone, someone that cleans circuit boards. We, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But even then, I think they use pressured air. They use, like, from a from a, air uh, hose. an air hose. Air yeah. It'll last a long time, too. And I feel like, too, like, when they're still selling it to her after she's clearly messed up, like, there had to be a point where you could tell, like, when a super drunk person goes into a bar, like, maybe you can't tell on their first shot, but by their fourth or fifth, you get what I'm saying? Like, she had to be showing signs that she was messed up. You've had enough. Get out of here, kid. I can see how these employees, though, would look at this crazy woman that walks in half naked, covered in filth, and just assume that she's some hobo. 
You know, and that and means then your just, keyboard cleaned. Well, you never know. I have so many keyboards, I need to keep cleaning. <laughs> there are other uses for keyboard cleaner than cleaning keyboards. Yeah, it's basic duster is all it is. Just it's not a basic duster. I would not. But use, you use that it. For, I mean, a basic dust. We wouldn't use it to clean off the counter in here, right. or your or your end table. Right. It's right. It's not a basic You're duster. You're not going to use it like a feather duster, but yeah, for electronics or whatever. Here's a text, Gimpy. Are you seriously telling me that tweakers at Walmart don't recognize other tweakers? GTFO. <laughs> yes. Yes. They can smell GTFO. their own. Yes. If a bar serves you too much alcohol, you wreck and kill someone. The bartender can be held responsible. Followed by. That's what's wrong with America and the Democrats' agenda, <laughs> or Corbin's. It's never your fault. Nobody is held accountable for their actions. I Listen, I get that. But when the establishment can be sued for their actions, they, they have a right. To, they have to protect themselves, too. I get and that. And I find it hard to believe that Walmart doesn't have a policy in place for that. Right. I, I just don't think that Dude, I don't think that they should be held accountable for it. It sucks. I mean, bars get sued every day for over-serving. Over it, it is a regular thing. It is on the bartender to... Look out for the drunk person. I see, and I just, I, I think people should be responsible. I think they should be like, okay, I've had enough. I should stop right you now. Think, but listen, if you can do it at a buffet, you can do it at a bar. Yes, yes. But they're, okay. Listen, fatty, you've had enough. <laughs> yeah, drunkard, come on now. Step yeah. away from the tater salad, chubs. <laughs> do you think that there is an argument, too, that someone is so drunk or so, you know, messed up on duster that they are not able to make a decision and therefore serving them again or giving them another drink or another can of duster, they're like, at that point, they are not able to make a sound decision. So it is on you? You could make that argument. I still feel that the person should be responsible for themselves. That's... Absolutely. That's I agree 100% with that. But if you can do it with alcohol, then you should be able to do it with other things. Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, What is it? Uh... Pseudofedrin, they like stuff the uh, truck stops. You can't sell more than like what one packet a person, like yellow jackets and stuff like that. Nah, no, 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 like, no, the Sudafed, the- Sudafed, Sudafed, like, Claritin D and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, the stuff they make meth out of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same thing. You can only sell one at a time, right? Yeah, you. Can, I think like they take your driver's license. They do. They, they don't, don't take it. They don't take it. They get your driver's license, so you can't buy a bunch. Right, they keep track. The state has a record system. Yeah, this is a great. This to me makes the most sense. She could have went through self checkout. That makes yes, yep. she could have. Then who, you yeah. know, she's still responsible for herself. And no. at that time, then if she's going through self checkout like this, you don't even think about that. Then why is Walmart still being held accountable if she's checking herself out? Because I I just went to self checkout. There's somebody that's monitoring self checkout that sits there, and especially in a 24 hour period, even if they went on break, there's still somebody. Because when you when your bag's like, oh, it's you know this is not in the bagging area, they have to put the key code in so that it'll reset it. So they have somebody there that's like watching. Them. I get that, but if you've got six registers that are all acting up at the same time, because that's what happens, at least to me anyway, then that one person can't keep their eyes on the one person that's purchasing way too much cleaner. That has no pants on and has pooped and vomited themselves? Yes. It, right. To me, that is the red flag. The, that fir- that the first purchase is like uh, debatable. The second one where she's clearly not of sound mind and body. Yeah. She showed up naked. Like They should have called the police and let the police deal with it at that point. Yeah, maybe you're right. I just don't feel like Walmart should be held accountable for this i really don't and who's holding walmart accountable it's the family okay well then then that's different that's different if you you, people sue mcdonald's for too hot of coffee right and and like the person that sent in and said that with you know the corbin agenda that i know plenty of people not on the corbin agenda that 
sue. Yeah. Because they got, quote, wronged. Right, and they just want that payday or yes, whatever. Yes, people want their payday. Well, I, I, I like That's to- what that is, you know what I mean? So I don't see them as holding Walmart accountable. They're just trying to get Walmart money. You think so? Yes. You think so? Yeah, yes. Totally. I mean, they do have billions. Yes. So I guess that would make sense. People, that's the American way. Just sue. That's yeah. the American way. If you order a steak... And it says at the bottom of the menu, eating uncooked foods could be harmful to your health, which it does say. Yeah. And then you get sick, and you sue, and you're like, "Wow, I, I, it wasn't a, it wasn't big enough text." People yeah, do right. people do stupid stuff like that all loop, the loop time. Holes. The family loop could holes, yeah. you know be like, "Hey, our, that that huffing tweaker's dead," you know, screw it. But she was at Walmart, so we can hold them accountable. That that family that their kid was playing in the shark, I'm sorry, uh, crocodile infested lagoon yeah. that had signs. Yeah. yeah. They were like, ah, we're not going to sue. But everybody thought they were going to. Right. Because it was the park's fault, apparently. Right. Listen, but- it's not my job to read the sign. Right. You shouldn't have, uh, you know, crocodiles on a beach. It's your fault <laughs> I can't read. People expected them to sue. You know I didn't. I, mean? I like, thought they were for sure going to sue. And that uh, it was a surprise that they didn't. In right. that instance. Right. It's it's like the uh that uh celebrity, that Russian actor, he was in Alpha Dog and stuff and he he yeah. died when his Jeep rolled into him. Okay, right? yeah, that was not that long right. ago. Right. Yeah. their family suing Jeep. They may have a case there, they may not, but I don't know about you all, but when I get a recall from the car people, guess where it goes? Straight to the circular <laughs> No, circular file. Really? Yes. Why? Because I, what, huh? Recalls are there for a reason. They are there for a reason. And do you know how many times I've gone to the dealership and been like, I'm here for the recall? And they go, what recall? And they look it up and they're like, yeah, we don't have that part. Really? Yes. And you don't wait and get it fixed? Because something major could happen. No. (sighs) I'm just saying that people are negligent all the time. I get it. I get it. And they're suing and they probably will win. Because as you said, they're there for a reason. Yeah. But people don't act on them. And then whose fault is it? Yeah. At that point. You're right. I, It's stupid, I think. The story's on the Facebook page, and I want to hear what other people think about it. So I don't think that she, they should be sued for it. That's just me. All right, we're going to post it on our Facebook page. It's actually there now if you want to look at it and tell us if you think Walmart is going to be should be held accountable. She's I, don't feel like they're, I don't feel like they're holding Walmart accountable. Why is that? They're suing for money. They're, they're not holding them accountable. The government holds people accountable. No, I think the, the family just says it's their fault. I don't I don't I don't see it as the same, but I, we want to know your opinion. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. We'll be back. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's that? Sounds stupid. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Slipknot, Oklahoma City, Friday night, September 30th. That's important because it's a non-school night. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, people, we got some texts yesterday. Yes, it is Marilyn Manson and of Mice and Men that are scheduled to perform at least that's what the press release said to us. We're going to play a game for you to get these tickets. Tickets go on sale noon tomorrow. Hit the website, chesapeakearena.com. And uh, time for Schnip Schnapp Schnur, current record. Well, Corbin has nine. I have eight. Sammy Sam has five. Cornflake has four. Was that a question? Well, I had to look at it. I was like, well, that looks weird, but no, that's five. Totally. Who won, who won last week? That would be Sammy Sam. That's so Sam got fifth one. is not eligible. That means you got to pick between Cornflake Corbin, 
and Gimpy for Schnip Schnapp Schnur and to win these tickets to see Slipknot. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? William. William, how are you today? Oh, I'm awesome. Good. Who do you want to read clues to you for winning these tickets for Slipknot? Uh, who, who are my options again? It's uh, Cornflake, Gimpy, and Corbin. Uh, I will take Corbin. All right, William, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. We get one pass. I'll decide when that is. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Uh, all right. It's the opposite of lemon yellow. Lime green. Yes. Wow. This is a female magazine for fashion. Madonna uh, Madonna also made a song oh. about. Yes. Uh, this is when you write in very fancy. It's it's kind of old. Cursive. Yes, but it's more advanced, and it's got little tilladays and and little flags and stuff on the type oh, of writing. Lord, I have no clue. It's when you like you write it on certificates and stuff like that. People specialize in this type of writing. Um, they use a quill pen, don't they? Um, and back in the old days, now they use a flat marker. Ah, uh, no clue. Pass. Uh, this is Hobbs' best friend. Oh, wait. No, never mind. Time out. Sorry. This guy was with Taylor Swift. Oh, I have uh, no clue who that is either. Yeah. All right. Well, go back to the Hobbs. Who's Hobbs' buddy? What was his first name? Uh, The cartoon. Uh, We ran out of time, man. Two is what we got. Uh, It might be good enough. Hang on the line, okay? All right. All right. Ah, I hung with that other one. Hobbs. Hobbs' best friend, huh? I, I Dude, did. that was that's legit clue, man. I, I think I didn't. The last name. Okay, I, I can't see, see the card from here, so I didn't know what to do. It made yeah. me double think, or made me think twice because I was <laughs> double think. Is good. Never mind, I'm shutting up. No, go ahead and finish your thought. <laughs> I was like, when you said it's Calvin or it's whatever Hobbs' best friend, I was like, oh, maybe that was his name. Maybe I didn't think of the right person because this was my clue. Yeah, and I was like, oh, maybe I thought it was second guessed yourself. Yeah, <laughs> right double or think. double think. <laughs> Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Denise. Denise, how are you today? I'm good. And you? Good, Denise. Who do you want to read clues? Do you want Cornflake or Gimpy to read you clues? Cornflake. All right. (laughs) 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. You get one pass. Are you ready, Denise? I am. Here we go. Okay. uh, The seafood restaurant around here is called Red Lobster. Whammy. Okay. This is the insulated thing you put around your beer can to keep it cold. Um, um, uh, a coolie. Uh, close, close. <laughs> Try again. Really close. Um, it's a good clue. Try again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, pass. Thanks. What was this? <laughs> uh, okay, uh, th- th- this is uh, the <laughs> insects that make honey, and this is where they live. In a hive. Yes. Uh, beehive. Yes. Beehive. All right, this is the Wisconsin football team that Brett Favre played for. Wisconsin team? The Wisconsin football team that oh. Brett Favre played for. Green Bay Packers. Yes. All right. Um, blank by the bell. The, the t- <laughs> uh, TV show. By the bell. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is uh, a circular. Oh, my God. Uh, time. Uh, congratulations, Denise. You're getting those tickets to see Slipknot. Thank you. All right, hang on the line, girl. Good job, girl. <laughs> uh, William? Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> we did not do good. I should have moved on from the other one. I, I hung on it. I tried to thought we'd get it, brother. I'm sorry. 
That's all right. You can call me tickets for not reading better clues. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get your last statement. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> if only we did that. Yeah, right. Uh, all right, so let's go through the ones that uh, didn't happen. Yeah, man. Uh, I think it's considered a uh, art form. You like there's specialized pens and markers for doing this super fancy f- form of cursive. Let's see if he can give clues. <laughs> yeah, it's a type of um, handwriting, old English style, sort of used with fancy pens. Uh, yeah, how? Whose you... clue is this? Mine. Okay, yeah, I yeah. want to hear what your clues are. Well, I was hoping I wouldn't get it. Um, I I thought this. Wait, was... so you come up with clues for this game and not think how you're going to give away give clues for it? Well, this one I was just really excited for the. I word. feel like that's really counterproductive, yeah, right? I, well, I mean, it happens sometimes. Like um, when Gimpy did. Uh, Leg warmers, he gave that clue, and then he got it and couldn't think of clues for it. At the time, I thought calligraphy was an Egyptian style of writing, but that's hieroglyphics. That is and hieroglyphics, so yeah. When you guys started giving clues, like I, I, when I gave this, I was like, I'll just say it's the Egyptian you know, writing. You guys started giving clues, and I was like, F, I did not know what that word meant. <laughs> yeah. so I gave a clue that I didn't, or I gave a word that I didn't know what it means. So you, you had a double think on that one, too. I huh? had a double think. Calligraphy is what the card says. Yeah. So. And then... Dude, I didn't even know that was the guy that was dating Taylor Swift. So, uh, like, your cut your uh, Hobbs's best friend was pretty good. Yeah. What? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, the answer, the card says Calvin Harris. Isn't he a musician of sorts? Yes. yes. Yeah, and dated. I mean, he's more famous probably for dating Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. Now he uh, makes a lot of money for like. Mts, mts kind yeah, of he's music. a Beats guy. Uh, one yeah. of those yeah. guys. And um, this is the one Cornflake passed on. Yeah, this is the lady just didn't know the word koozie. Yeah, you gave great clues. She There's, said, she said cooey. 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 cooey, which is that like slush drink you get at Kmart. Oh yeah. my god! I don't know another name for it other than koozie. No, it's keeps it your beer cold. Had it set, man. It made a foam. Made a foam, or and they have the little knitted ones now. And yeah, usually it's yeah. cute things written on them. Yeah, we give away ones that have the KMOD logo and the Bud Light logo on yeah. them. We'll give the, the BMS logo. And then this was the last one that Cornflake gave. Kind of clues for it. Uh, yeah. I would have done uh, not a straight staircase, but a yeah. circular staircase is known as a spiral staircase. Yep. I, I was thinking, yeah, spiral the notebook. notebook would have been good too. The card says spiral. Yeah. So, oh, wow. what up, cornflake? Hey, man. Time yeah. for last, bro. <laughs> Kurt, now the records are. Well, Corbin has nine. I have eight. Sammy and Flake are tied with five. Got to take a break, and we'll be back. Let's go, people. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. Shut up with your names. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. How did we even get on that topic, Sam? Oh, my God. I don't How did that rem- start? I don't even remember now. Like, I can't even think back to what we were talking about. Do you remember about. what started that conversation? I have no idea what started oh, Jesus. It. What happened? No, we were, we were talking about, because we're planning our trip to go out of town, and having a child is like, like, you have to plan for everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. Just going, like we had a doctor's appointment yesterday and we were going to go to dinner. Look, you have to plan for everything. And I was explaining just oh. how much we're packing to go to Mexico. We start, yeah. I just remembered. We started because I heard that Wagner Schools is doing four days a week. Right. So I asked oh, right. if you're going to be oh, planning yeah. for her to go to school like that. And, and I said before I had Scarlett, I was like, just deal with it. Now... I know that that just causes so much. Having one day where your kid doesn't go to school causes so much turbulence. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it levels out. But 
just the planning part and trying to figure out what you're going to do is a giant headache. Yeah, yeah. whether you want to deal with daycare and then the money that goes in with that. And then you've got babysitters versus yeah. daycare. And who can you trust as a babysitter? Hell, who can you trust as a daycare anymore? Who can and where do you get the money for it? And, exactly. and so I was telling her, and she goes, won't that get easier? I'm like, well, it'll get a little easier, but yeah. I still got a plan. Yeah. And I was explaining right now how much I'm packing and how much planning is going on to go to Mexico. And I even told my wife, I think it was last night, I was like, we got to dial it back. <laughs> Just so, as much stuff as you're taking? Yeah. I mean, you, the things that we do, we went, won't be able to do when we're in Mexico. Yeah. And by the way, the whole time that Corbin's like, this is what I packed, you know, to go to Mexico. Oh, by the way, this is what I packed to go to a doctor's appointment. Like, I can literally mm. feel cornflake like tense. Sweat. Up. He was pitting out. Just like, I don't want to hear another word. Like, just I, anxiety. I, said, I, I literally said, like, dude, you're wearing me out, man. Like, this is too much. You two <laughs> too just wait. Yeah. You two uh, just wait. Oh, I hate that phrase. Well, it's yeah. going to yeah. happen. I mean, <laughs> I like to think it's going to happen sometime. Well, we talked to, uh, I think it was our listeners are awesome the other day, and he was, him and I are about the same age and his kid's done yeah and my kid's just starting i'm like wow you think it's easier when you're older no 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 way like now like if i'm tired at the end of the day i'm like oh my god i'm exhausted how and i feel like it just gets worse when you get older and i'm like how am i ever gonna have kids like i want to watch naked and afraid not feed a baby right now like i can't even imagine you can still watch naked and afraid and feed a baby at the same time two of them can be naked and afraid together i'm watching this nfl documentary (laughs) thing right now And it's 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 kind of each segment's an hour. So I just instead of sitting down and coming home from the show and and binge watching, Mm -hmm. I get to watch like 45 minutes of it. And then I get to pause and deal with, you know, being an adult. Yeah. And then I don't go back to it till the next day. It sucks, but it's part of growing up. You gotta do it. Well, uh, by the way, I do want to point out that before you had Scarlet, when people would tell you just you wait, it would oh yeah, it would piss you off. <laughs> like you would you hated that oh, yeah. phrase and like how cornflake was just like I hate that phrase. Yeah. It, I think it's one of those things like your parents do like wait till you get older because cornflake or Corbin now likes that phrase a lot. But there was a time you it seems hear, very appropriate. Yeah, yeah. right. And I, I find that very funny that, like, you know, you turn into your parents or whatever. Yeah. Like when you get older, you hate when people say that. Right. But then when you're older, you start to say it because you understand. Yeah. I, Every- can't, I was going to say, I can't tell you how many times I've looked at my dad and been like, damn it, you were right. Is that nice? Thanks. Is that nice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, at least I, you could tell your mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only, like, it does from how awesome it is to how horrible it is to how much money it costs to all that. You have no idea. Yeah. You just wait. I'm Yuck. happy to have no idea right now. But when you do, you'll be glad you know at that. I don't, I'm not downplaying it. You know what I mean? Like once you'll be like, ah, oh, I didn't have no idea, but this is awesome. You also didn't know how much you love your kid. You had no concept of how much that I was, did. right? No, I did. I knew how much I would love my kid, but it surpassed that. Okay, right. Like you, you couldn't grasp it because you didn't know until you know kind I, of thing. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to love this kid a lot. Yeah. Everybody that has a kid should say that. Yeah. And then when it happens, you're like, holy crap. Wow. I will <sighs> literally do anything for you. Yes. I thought you were going to be all right, but you turned out pretty cool. You're, so you're, good. you're better than that. Yeah. <laughs> better than cool. Yeah. Kids, better than cool. The more you know from Thank the Big Man Morning man. Show. Oh, tap. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, according to Adrian Wojnarowski from The Vertical, will re-sign in Oklahoma City and agree to a three-year, $85 million-plus maximum contract. 
five-time All-Star and his agent are planning to fly to Oklahoma City this morning and sign the deal and likely hold a news conference later this afternoon for the Thunder. That means that Russell Westbrook will be in uniform and under contract for at least two seasons. Now, Russ will hold a player option for 18 and 19. In the most likely scenario, Westbrook will become a unrestricted free agent in 2018 again, and it sets up nicely for both sides. Oklahoma City gets him for two more years with an option to trade him after six months, and Westbrook, who can become a free agent after two years, will mean that he has 10 years of service in the league and can get a larger chunk of salary when he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Nick Foles has signed with the Kansas City Chiefs instead of the Dallas Cowboys. Navarro Bowman has signed a four-year extension with the San Francisco 49ers. It's worth $44 million, including $20 million guaranteed. And finally, wrapping up in sports, besides Russell Westbrook making the trade, the one thing that we'll keep an eye on is to see if the Oklahoma City Thunder can now go out and find a big-time free agent next summer, and could that be Blake Griffin? That is one of the rumors that is out there right now that they would currently be looking at as someone to bring in and play with Russ. That's Balls to Wall Sports. I'm Jeremy Poplin on 97.5 Game Review. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say. 282945. Patio party number five is happening tomorrow. We are going to be over at the Elephant Run. 51st and Harvard, just west there, behind a quick trip. And the Trade Winds in and Trade Winds Central in. Pool party. There'll be a pool outside. It's going to be fun. Should be nice. Michelob Ultron special, which is always good. And keywords, yes, we'll have those on four ways to fun from Action Power Sports. Make sure you come by and see us. Sam sent an email yesterday, and <laughs> I have trouble understanding why anyone do, would do this. Now, I am a fan of tattoos or ink. Yeah. I think tattoos are cool. Everybody gets them for their own reasons. This, though, I don't understand. Sam found a gallery of people that got tattoos on their penis. <laughs> I don't understand why you would want to do that. Ugh. God. I get like that one right there. That guy has full body he tattoos. Has a, he has a full suit. And so you can't leave just, you know, all of, you know, parts of it there. You right. Know? You can't leave just your junk untatted. Yeah, it just looks weird. Additionally is Junk looks like a Christmas tree because it's got so many ornaments on it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Those are way too many piercings for one Jenny's. Like, so, but I do agree that this guy is clearly into it. Yes. Well, look at the background. A giant eggplant. Gentle swastika. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you noticed the eggplant. Cornflake notices the swastika. Yeah, do you see the? <laughs> do you see the eggplant? That is an eggplant, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's an eggplant. And yeah, there's definitely a swastika. That's the only eggplant in the picture, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine if you get your a tattoo on your junk, that's going to happen. It's hard to see where everything is. Like I'm trying to look for the actual, you know. It's just a big mangled mess. Yeah, kind of. Like, it, it'd be kind of hard to find at first. God. There is another one, and it shows a guy's midriff area with a bunch of peonies flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I practiced that. Yeah. And then, and, and I'm not kidding when I say this, a man playing a flute. 
a horned man playing a flute by nonetheless. Yeah. And this man also has a ton of piercings yeah. on his genitalia. That That's just like three too many. So I feel like this guy also gets a pass because, because he's into that culture on a major level. Okay. Right? That is someone clearly into the culture. Yeah. And for those of you that are wondering, he is widow. Yeah. Most men look like that when they're not excited. Uh, like the... Uh, that looks a little. That looks a little abnormally small. He's probably a grower, not a shower. Also, now. I feel like if if it's something like that hurts, I hear you defending yourself. If it's something like piercings that hurt, I feel like that would make you scrunch retract. Up. Yeah, it would retract more. Like ow. I think Only during the beginning. Yeah, during the process, maybe. Yeah, that's when the turtle wants to go back into its home. The next one, I don't even. I don't even understand okay. at all. Yeah, I thought that was weird myself. <laughs> So what? close up. Course, like, have you not seen these? I have not, no. It's oh, God. A vertical and a horizontal ampullane is P- what that Piercing is. into the top of the penis. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And it looks like he's got the Star of David on, the, on, the, on his genitals and then some ink on the other part. And then some <laughs> yeah. gigantic warts on the further Who's down. playing with paper? Oh, me. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I didn't. I did not notice that he really does have warts. Look, maybe they're not warts. Maybe they're implants because yeah, like, they look like, like implants. People will put like those piercing implants just to make it look like you have bumps under oh. your body. Wait, it's weird, but, but uh, why would you have one bump in on like near the top and then just two random bumps near the bottom, the base? That maybe that's what he wanted. Maybe it's did different different spots make different things. I thought that that's weird. Okay. The next one is what Gimpy just referenced, and it is by far the most bizarre. Oh, God. I don't understand this oh. at all. And this guy's clearly in the culture, but he's taking it to another level. Now, is that thing painted or is it just rotten? No, I think it's That's tattooed. That's tattooed. Okay. That is tattooed pure black. Okay. All of it. And then it's pierced. Uh, was that a Prince Albert? And, yes. And then it's got a chain that goes through <laughs> the... Circular part of the Prince Albert and attaches to the man's nipples. <laughs> oh my god! So it's kind of like he has a giant Y through his through his like torso. Yes, it looks like Adam Sandler's dead foot from uh, <laughs> was it Mr. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds, yeah. <laughs> and his nipples are suffering from this because you know obviously he's too heavy and his nipples are completely stretched down. Well, just get a longer chain, man. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know why anybody would get their genitalia tattooed. And if you're someone who has, I would love to speak with you about it because it makes no sense to me unless you're trying to achieve a full suit. Okay. That would make sense. Yes. And I might buy into the, I'm, I'm very into the tattoo piercing culture. I might buy that. But someone that just does it, like, huh? You it's almost get, like an extreme thing. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that on your first tattoo, no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, so, you're in for your first tattoo, huh? What do you want? Oh, I think I'll just get my wainer, you know, tattooed different colors. There are certain places on a man's genitalia that are highly sensitive. And this guy has tattoos in those areas <laughs> that it, you should not know. No. The next one is a guy who had a sane put on um, part of his genitalia that, again, that's just, he's just being funny. It's a funny saying. That looks painful, though. It, it's all painful. 
The next one might be the most hilarious tattoo I've ever seen. I love it. It is the Buddhist <laughs> elephant <laughs> strategically placed on the man's body. Yeah. It's it's a funny tattoo. Yeah, but I have to say it's extremely well done. The eyes look piercing. Like they look really realistic. The brown in them is yeah. very like detailed and it it looks cool. It looks like a face. Uh couple others here. The last one, we're going to skip Pinocchio because that's two, of course. And I I don't believe, I think it's just the pubic area. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one, I, you won't be able to find his junk. The first time when I, when I was scrolling through this, I had to double look because I thought that um, it was like Ken doll because he's got it so well blended in with the dragon that, you know, it's kind of hard to find his junk. But I bet that looks really cool when he's excited. Or not. Like, like, Have you ever tried to paint a balloon and then blow the balloon up? It doesn't oh my work. God. Okay. <laughs> Unless you paint the balloon while it's blown up. While All it's right. engorged. Uh, we have a guy on the phone. A couple people actually. They have their junk tattooed. Hey man, how are you? Uh, pretty good. Good. How long have you have you had a tattoo on your genitals? Um, it's uh, running on about seven years now. And what is it? A tattoo of. It's really kind of kind of funny. It's uh, a dollar sign. And it's on your genitals or it's in like the pubic area? Uh, it's, it's, it's on the shaft. Wow. Okay. And why? Um, it was a test run uh, for another tattoo. Uh, my stepdad had a joke um, and I just kind of ran with it. Uh, Hey, got it. <laughs> so, so you did the test run and then you just didn't enjoy it. So you're like, I, I'm done. Uh, it wasn't bad. I mean, the healing was the worst part. It was just kind of awkward. Uh, but uh, no, I just never got got around to getting the rest of it done. I um, relationships kind of kept everything. Uh, uh, Things wouldn't be able to go on if I got that tattoo. Right. Women aren't down with it. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do anything. And whenever I got the first tattoo, it wasn't, I was single and I had been Oh, while, so you so. mean that you get it during a dry spell because you can't use it while it's healing. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, getting that infected uh, can cause loss of the appendage. Yeah. Oh. No, no, and, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I have a question. Did you go to a tattoo parlor to do it or a buddy that does tattoos? No, I actually done it myself. What? Well, I actually didn't think this call could get more stupid, but it just did. Uh, did you use a oh, gun? Yeah. Most of my tattoos that I have, I have over 100. Um, I, there's not really a set number because every time I've counted them, there is a different number every time. Uh, but uh, my left arm is completely sleeved out, and I've done most of mine. Um uh, and my mom's actually done a few on me. Uh, my uncle's done a few on me. Are you? Have you apprenticed, or is it just something you do? Uh, it's just something I used to do. I haven't done it in uh, probably three years now. Wow. And your mom, has she apprenticed? No, 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 absolutely not. But she did do one good one on the uh, on the back of my neck. It's eyes in the back of my head. I mean, you, you believe her. You just have to believe her. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, there's a mirror and everything there, so everything was good. Dude, wow. th- you're crazy. This is crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I also have a tramp stamp of a lotus flower. Why? Okay, why? 
uh, uh, it was actually supposed to be the bottom cap, the back piece. It was supposed to have waves and koi on the side because uh, I do have more tattoos on my back and my ribs and stuff too. So When you started tattooing, what made you qualified to even be tattooing? Uh, it was just one of those things uh, back back uh, I'm almost 30 years old back in the mid 90s my mom and her first husband got a tattoo kit and I was just around it for so long and I naturally picked it up wow and you were yeah. good at it or I, I got better uh, I mean it was one of those things that was uh, a learn as you go and uh, you don't say oh, dude. Yeah, you really don't it's one of those things you're really not supposed to do because Everything I've researched and while I was doing it, I, I was actually trying to get an apprenticeship at one point, but everything I researched was like, don't do anything on yourself. And I had already went <laughs> crazy on my arm. So, Dude, those that's a crazy story. Awesome. That is, all right, man. Well, thanks for sharing that. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, big fan. I listen every morning. Uh, I have an hour drive back and forth to work, and I get off at 7 a.m., so I listen to y'all every morning. Right on, man. Thank, Thank you, you for sharing that, and uh, have All a right, great day. All right. See you yeah. later. He's been listening that just like, in... when can I call in? Right. Jump, when, jump, when will there be <laughs> <laughs> yes! moment, bro. When will it apply for me? <laughs> Dude, I think there's a huge distance between getting a junk tattoo and then tattooing your junk yourself. Right. Also, I like how he was like, oh, are they good? Ah! Like, that's the number one <laughs> thing. At least he's honest. Okay. I'm okay at it. That's the number one thing you don't want your tattoo artist saying when you ask that. Dude, okay. Question. We have an almost uh, authority on the matter here. Would you rather tattoo your own junk or pierce your own junk like this lunatic over here? Well, I've already pierced it, so. Is, I, is there I, a difference? I'm saying, would you rather, you know, like... Yeah, there is a difference because you've got one needle going all the way through just one time. Just one time is all it takes unless you screwed up somehow and then you got to do it again. But with the tattoo gun, it's several little needles over a course of time. So I think tattooing would hurt a lot more than... And it's more permanent. No way. I am going piercing hurts a lot more because tattooing, it one, it's going to heal. You'll never feel it, ever. It never is going to (laughs) get snagged. (laughs) <laughs> on anything. Okay. It's never going to get yanked in the wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but you have to, if you decide you don't want the piercing, you take it out, life goes on. You decide you don't want that tattoo. Then you have a hole. Yeah, that is true. I've got four of them. It's not going to heal. Wait, the whole stage? It's not an ear. Yeah. It still opens up, Sam. I could put both of mine in what? right now if I wanted to. Even well, ear piercings now. sometimes stay and never heal. Okay, that's... But I, I get that. Okay, I get that. I, I'm just saying a tattoo. One, he, this is why I say piercing is worse. A tattoo heals. Mm-hmm. Two, multiple. He is right. Like multiple uh, pricks from the needle. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it does numb out to the point where you don't feel the pain anymore. Okay. So, and I'm not saying that it isn't painful. I'm just saying it gets more tolerable. If you do four piercings, a Jacob's ladder or whatever, yeah. you're gonna feel each and every one of them <laughs> yeah. at the hundredth percentile. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of it like that. Here's what we do to fix it up: you go ahead and get the tattoo, okay? And the cornflake will get the piercing. We'll do it live on the air, yeah. And then we'll see uh, whose hurts worse, right? No, how about no you? takers. Yeah, <laughs> let's do. No, we can do that. We can do that. No, hold on. We can do that. Uh, maybe like September sixth. Uh, okay, <laughs> that works. Oh, I'm on vacation. Oh. Damn it. We're already halfway there. He just needs to tattoo his junk, and you know, right? Do them both, and you can. Uh, you, you can, can explain to everybody. Yeah, okay, yeah. That'll work. Yeah, totally. 
Well, yeah. I mean, you've already done it. You're the one that's most likely to do something like yeah. that. Do, be the most romantic husband ever and get <laughs> Shell's name tattooed on your junk, and it's a win, 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 win. There you go. Uh, it's not long enough to spell out the name, though. So <laughs> right, it'd be like, initials will be fine. Tubbs is on the phone. Hey, Tubbs, how are you? I'm good, man. So you have your junk tattooed. I do. What is it? What is the tattoo of? Uh, one side's a rat, and the other side's a dragster. So when you pet the rat, it purrs, and the dragster pops a wheelie. Sure it does. Oh, my God. Is that a joke, or are you being serious? No, I'm completely serious. It was a joke originally. How long have you had it? Uh, about a year and a half. Probably oh. about a, two years, almost. How old are you? I'm 23. 23. So this was, yeah, totally something appropriate you do in your 20s. Uh, yes, and did you go to a, a tattoo establishment or a buddy that does tattoos? Yeah, I was partying down in Austin, and, uh... Ended up with it the next day. So you were drunk. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Partying, and you're like, I'm going to get a tattoo on my penis. Uh, this is happening this time. I'm not backing out. <laughs> I'm not backing out. <laughs> so oh, you gosh. go into, because this is the part I'm really intrigued. You go into, does the tattoo artist go, okay, whatever, bro? Yeah. Uh, he was he was actually like a biker tattoo place, man. And it wasn't the first time this guy had done it. Really? He, yeah. He, he had all the tricks and everything. Like, what's one of the tricks? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God! Uh, hmm. uh, okay. So, for those, because I hit the dump, for those that don't know that, what he said, it probably would have been okay, but I just, just in case, yeah. that that they do, you, you're at full potential to do the tattoo. You have to be at full potential to do the tattoo. Yeah. Oh, my God! Wow. And uh. the guy that's doing the tattoo is the one that is making no, sure things are good to go? Okay, but good. he has to hold it. That'd be weird. Yeah, but he does have it in his hand. Yeah, weird. Oh my god! No wonder you were drunk. <laughs> wow. And so, do you regret it at all? I don't, man. Yeah, it's quite the conversation I, piece. I am sure. Has any girl has it gotten you laid before? Oh yeah, a couple times. You've been like, want to see my mouse or dragster or whatever. Yeah, 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 the whole shebang. I kind of want to see. Okay, when <laughs> uh, when it's not when you when you're like tired or in a cold pool, d- what does it look like? Like just a raisin and uh, a wax matchbox car? Yeah, like a little bitty mouse and a hot wheel. Okay. Wow. Oh my god. Well, do you, I, listen. Oh my god. I I kind of want to see it. I'm sure you have a picture on your phone. Will you email it to us? Okay, uh, we wouldn't put it. In, listen, it would just be for our our eyes only. We don't want to. Yeah. We wouldn't post it out there. If you do, that'd be great. Show at kmod.com. Email it to us, but because it sounds, I don't know why I want to see it, but I do. It's not we, not in person. We pinky promise. We won't put it anywhere. <laughs> Come out to the patio. Yeah, whip it out of Corbin. Yeah, yeah negative. <laughs> Man. Dude, Tubbs, thanks for uh, calling and sharing that, bro. And have a great day. You too. All right, see you later. Cool. Not cool. Yeah. No, it's cool that like that um, from seeing this last night that it's like come to fruition that people actually have them and we got to talk to them. I think that's cool. Yeah, I'm not. Listen, if it's your thing, like Tubbs and the other guy, good for you, man. Hmm. I personally don't think it's cool because it's just not for me. I'm not saying you don't think it's cool and it shouldn't be cool, but you be pass. <laughs> pass. I think it's really, really odd to have somebody else have to hold you. Like that. Yes. Especially at attention. My God, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
and be like, wait, 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 hold on. Uh, hot girlfriend, hot girlfriend, hot girlfriend. Okay, go. No, Rosie O'Donnell, no. If, <laughs> if people didn't hear what he said, it's much like what happens um, on a porn set. Yeah. Or Is what has to happen before the tattoo can happen. Or like when you go to bed, what you do to your pillow. What? Who does okay. that? Okay. <laughs> right. I don't do that to my pillow, but yeah, you, you make nobody sh- can see your hand gestures no, I, on the radio. I, I understand that. I'm, you make it so that you know it's all to the to the top, and it'll feel the best on your head. And not that is not <laughs> how I think I they know. describe it on a porn set. No, I'm trying to the definition. Of, I know what the definition I is. Know, I'm trying to think in my head. Nope, that doesn't I think even help the me. balloon analogy from earlier was pretty good. Yeah. It has to be inflated. Yeah, the okay. balloon has to be inflated if you're right. going to paint on it. If you deflate the balloon, it's going to look bizarre. Th- I can't believe this is a thing. Y'all have issues. <laughs> yeah. Y'all I have like- issues. I w- I'm Like, my next tattoo, I think, is going to be a hand tattoo. And I'm struggling to figure out how to make that work correctly. Oh, on your hand. Yes. Okay. And it, like, come on, man. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't mean how it's going to work. Like coming to grips with it. That's yeah. something. Um, uh, if you're going to pick something to tattoo on your Jenny, is like you literally have to love it because you stare at it a lot every day, right? I, I mean, I don't stare at my junk a lot. No, you have to when you go to the bathroom. No, I don't stare down when I'm going to the bathroom. Well, you have to know where to. Like, I stare down for a second. Yeah. But- I know where my penis is. It's always I'm, been there. Yeah, it's literally in this, where I left it. Fair. Okay. You win. Do you stare down at your Jenny's anytime you go to the bathroom? Well, no, but I figure you guys have to hold it to like, you know, you have to you have to look to know where it's going. Sure. When in your house, mm-hmm. and if you get up in the middle of the night, do you know where the light switch is automatically? Yes. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I know exactly okay. where it's at. Listen, I don't have it's one, literally, so I don't know. It literally is in the same spot. <laughs> if All it right. moves, there's a problem. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. The only person that could say it wasn't, it isn't in the same spot is Lorena Bobbitt's husband. Ooh, it was in a pond. Oh, it, yeah. it was on the side of the road. Oh. Poor buddy. <laughs> got to take a break and we'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Patio party number five tomorrow. Elephant run five seven. Michelob Ultron special and another keyword for four ways to fun from Action Power Sports. I'm gonna just assume everybody listening and in this room has had sex dreams. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering why it was taking so long for everybody. Hmm. Well, they've done a research and found that. What certain sex dreams supposedly mean. And a dream where you get it on with an ex could either mean you have unresolved issues with them or you miss that uh, level of intimacy you had because you do not have it in your current relationship. Wow. I could see that. Hmm. Getting it on with a celebrity. Hmm. I think a lot of people have done that one. It could be a sign you're not satisfied with the person you're with, but odds are it's just your subconscious living out of fantasy, so you probably don't have to worry about it. I think you can just go with you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. The chance of you meeting a celebrity pretty small. Yeah. So I had a sex dream two nights ago, and I'm waiting to see if it's going to come up on your list. Nice. Oh, fun. Right on. (laughs) Getting it on with a stranger. It might be a sign you're not satisfied with your sex life. 
or the stranger might just represent a change or opportunity in your life that's stressing you out. So if I say it, please say it and acknowledge it before I read what it means. Yes. Dreaming of your partner cheating. It could mean you're nervous they're cheating in real life or you feel like they're not giving enough attention. Okay. Having sex with an animal. <laughs> I'm just throwing that one out there. I'm just, <laughs> uh, you, you I, see I just made that up. Yeah, I wanted to see if that is it. That's the one. I have. I'm just onto the last one. I was kind of fishing. <laughs> Zebra. Getting it on with your boss, unless they're drop dead sexy. <laughs> it probably just means you want more power and control in your life, and the reason it's them in the dream is they have those qualities. Well, that makes sense. I like it's so funny. Dreams are funny that way because you can interpret them. This. Do you want to share what your dream was about? Oh, and this happens like most of the times I have sex dreams, but it's always the woman. Okay. Like I'm always having a, so the one I had a couple of nights ago was, was with a girl, but I didn't know who she was. It wasn't like somebody that I knew. It was just a girl my mind had created, I guess. Was she ideal for you? Yeah, she was blonde. You don't have to tell us who. Like. You don't have to tell us who. Is it someone we know? No, like I, oh, I don't okay. know. I don't know who the person was. Like they weren't a recognizable person. It was just a girl. Like I don't even remember if she had facial features. I just like knew it was. You just saw the top of her head. <laughs> Lord, man. <laughs> well done. I just, well done. <laughs> I just believe dreams are chemicals in your brain creating pictures. Yeah, like you can. Um, uh, for me, dreams are something like that. Something's clicked. Like I'll have a dream about work or I'll think about like oh I need those pins and then they'll appear in a dream but I feel like that's not something that you can control like I couldn't control like having sex with a celebrity that I want to in a dream like I wish that would happen maybe that would feel real but for me it's not something I can think of and then it happens they say dreams happen as you're coming out of sleep Okay, so that's why. Well, that's weird because sometimes dreams seem to like I feel like I'm dreaming the whole time that I'm sleeping Well, you're not yeah. It's only like seconds, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's the other thing is that the dream that you're having was literally just a few seconds when in your mind it feels like a long time. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. But people will tell you, well, that means that you most want to have sex with a lesbian. Uh, I don't agree with that theory. I agree. It's. I think it's just chemicals in your brain just making electricity happen with the neurons. And, like, I think, too, maybe sometimes it happens if I watch, like, lesbian sex on TV. Did you watch lesbian sex on TV last night? Uh, Yes, I did, actually. Do you watch a lot of lesbian sex on TV? Uh, Was it porn? No, it was a Kissing Jessica Stein movie. Is that the two? It's like an older '90s movie. It was just on HBO, and I'd seen a little bit of it. And it was about two lesbian. One girl is not a lesbian, but she was attracted to a lesbian or bisexual. And it's just a, a movie about them getting together. Why? Uh, I only watched like maybe 45 minutes of it, and then Simba asked me to turn it off because he was bored. Because it looks looks stupid. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't amazing, obviously, but I had just, it like looked interesting. It was just happened to be on that channel, and I was like, oh, see what this is about. I thought it was, when they first start dating, it's like really an awkward thing between them, and she she, like wanted to take things slow, and then one girl was getting annoyed, and so I just, it was like a fun thing to watch a little bit. I don't know. I like watching girls have sex. Well, who doesn't? The, the, lead, the lead in that is John Hamm's partner slash wife. Jo- I don't know who John Hamm is. Yes, you do. He was in that movie, too. 
John oh. Hamm from Mad Men. Okay, uh, yes. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I just I just wanted to watch it because I was like, oh, this looks this looks fun. It looks like a doofus in that movie. The movie looks just stupid. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you but, too. You like all the things we talk about on, to watch, and you you watch this. I couldn't help it. I like I like I said, it was on my TV, and I was like, oh, lesbians hooking up, fun, and then it made me turn it <laughs> off. Like, I, it wasn't. I didn't seek it out I, and think like, you know what? I'm not going to watch Brewster's Millionaires. Yeah. Were you? Because there are movies you watch to spark a mood. I'll give you an example. Fifty first date? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> You're almost Drew there. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey was on, uh-huh. and it's not. I don't think it's a very erotic movie, but there is se- there is sex in it. Yeah. And my wife and I were watching it, and just it made it kindled the fire. Okay. Unintentionally. Yeah. But you could one could see like, hey, I put this on like, eh? <laughs> did you put that movie on in hopes to like maybe make something happen? Mm, no. Um. Like you're like here, here's a wig too. Wear that. <laughs> no, <Here's> but <laughs> <a wig. laughs> do you mind if I call you, you Jane? Can you ratchet your voice up a couple of pitches? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I thought, like I thought I knew he was home and then he was gonna come watch TV in a little bit. So I thought, like, oh, I mean, I'm sure you you would not mind watching lesbian sex too. I didn't think he, you know, be like turned it off, but it was really boring, slow movie. Do you have a thing, because you guys live together, when you want to have sex with your partner, and you guys can throw this out there too, that you drop the hint, like what's your hint? Some people have something they say, some people have something they put on. Mm-hmm. Easy. I nibble. I'm like, sorry? I'll nibble his hand. Like if you've ever, if you nibble, you bite your hand in a certain way, it feels really good. And like... Mm-hmm. You, like no, scraping your teeth, not hard, not hard, but like a little bit, like on on your in your hands, like where your where your knuckles are, like right, like in between your knuckle and where your finger connects to your hand. That's weird. Do you like so from your knuckle to your finger knuckle, yes, the mid knuckle, yes, bite right there. Yeah, and not hard, and like drag your teeth on it, like like. Just ever so slightly. It doesn't do anything. It feels I could really good. See where a sensation would be. Just take your finger, point it out straight, and kind of run your. Sam, do it to me. No. No, it does. I. It feels like teeth on my hand. I don't. It's it's and it, so um, you, that's what you do though. Yeah, and like I'll not just I'll do it to all of his fingers. It also feels good like uh, on the side of your hand. It just it's like I don't get it. it feels good when somebody else does it to you. And so usually I do that to him. Okay, so it's like tickling yourself. It doesn't work if you do it yourself, but somebody else does it. Maybe. I feel like it feels good when I do it to myself. That's how I learned how to do it to him is because sometimes like I would chew my hand a little bit if I was like nervous because it just made me feel good. I don't so, know. So I have a question. <laughs> have you only always done it to him? Yes. My ex-husband, I when I, I quit smoking with him and I would... I, maybe this is how I found out that I like biting my own hand, but... This is so stupid. I was stuck on his fingers when I wanted to smoke a cigarette because I wanted like an oral fixation kind of thing. And I, so like, and with him, I went cold turkey. I didn't vape. And so I had a really hard time with it. So like when we were home and I'd want to smoke, I would like suck on his fingers. I need to suck something. Because it would help me. Good Lord. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And so that spawned the hand fixation you have when you want to have sex. Um, well, and then I think maybe that's what got me, like, to, I don't know how I first chewed on my own hands, because I think it feels good, and so I was like, let me do this to you, and it just kind of became a sexual thing, because it feels really good, and it's, like, relaxing. Cornflake? 
You guys, you're too new. You guys don't even yeah, have anything like that I, yet. I don't think I've ever had a movie that sparked the, the or, mood. Not or just move. a movie or a move. A move? Or uh, a thing you do. Uh, I, I'll, I'll kiss her on the neck. Okay. Whenever it's go time. Or I think it's go time. <laughs> <laughs> the pound town. Feel that whiskery mustache. Just go nip. time. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, what about you? Uh, I'm a nibbler as well. She likes the uh, ear lobe and right there at the bottom base of the ear. So I'll I'll go up and wrap my hands around her and I'll start nibbling on her ear and and then I honk her boobs uh. and <laughs> next thing you know it's, it's go time. Honk her boobs. The word honk is disgusting and then also the thought of your claw honking something is like really. Good. She may love it though. That may be her. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it's weird to you doesn't mean it's weird to everybody Oh, my else. God. <laughs> and you're not doing... I don't know if your hand, that claw can do a honk. No. It's more of the, like a weird pressure thing. Listen, you got the honk on the good hand, and it's more of like a, a squeak on the little hand. Like a okay. lizard grip, oh, kind yeah. of? Like, like. I would imagine it's somebody with a prosthetic that has just the actual... Pin- just the two pinchers. The two pinchers. Oh, my God. That person can't honk either. Yeah, you're, you're probably right, but it's a honk in my book, so that's what matters. Oh my yeah. god! I'm horrible at it. My wife and I were talking about this the other day. I don't have a thing like it's so. If anything, it's usually crude, oh, like like unknowingly. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like you walk in and just pull your pants down, and you're like, "Hey, yes, uh-huh. yes." <laughs> but I don't. I. I'm. I mean, even if I try to do something. Because that's the thing, is when you, you you get so far apart, like, oh, so glad to be getting in bed. Yeah. That it's not like, huh? What up? <laughs> hey. Want to say hello to Mr. Bobo? <laughs> <laughs> what? Can I honk your boobs? <laughs> I'm just saying that it just, it just gets uncomfortable. <laughs> and then, oh, my God. It's weird to like even try to get in the mood, put the kid down, and you got to get in the mood. Like, huh? Oh, hold on, let me pick up these toys. You just wait. And then, right, right. I told my wife, I'm like, wait till she starts walking. It comes in in the middle of the night. Yep. And you're having fun, and you feel a little hand on your big toe. No! (laughs) Thank God it'd be the big toe. Yep. 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 That's almost as bad as the dog licking you while you're getting it. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Very, very clumsily. Sensuously over my pants. Now I'm naked, except for my socks. And you know when I'm down to just my socks, what time it is. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and what you want to say to 82945. If you've been following the news, you've seen the story about Fox News and the man that is the mastermind behind it and the accusations of sexual harassment in the workplace and the lawsuits that have happened. And this woman in Hawaii named... Makana Maliho was doing community service and her supervisor tried to get her to service him in exchange for letting her to go home early. So 
little context, those people you see on the side of the road with the van and the light, and there's usually a sheriff. Yeah. That's community service. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Cleaning up the highway, whatever. Scraping up roadkill. Yeah. Well, this girl didn't think it was a good idea. So she decided to use everybody's favorite new toy, Facebook Live, hmm. and stream the events, and we have the audio. Oh. So, yeah, what do you want to do then? Because if you don't want condom, I would have mind on I can ask my friend if they have a condom. Nah, I don't like the cheese at all. Figure then after that, by 9 o'clock, it is. After 9. No, take that long hair, so I will do what I'm going to do. I don't know. Kind of uncomfortable. There's no more condom. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? Good lord. Oh, you want me to ch- yeah, you know, like when you teach me. They're talking about having physical sex. I gotta kiss you too. But I don't know if you like, but I like kissing. I can go home instead of going home at 3 30, yeah? Yeah, yeah, or 10 30 or whatever. Yeah. But if not, I'm gonna have to keep you at least till 1 o'clock. You know what I mean? So. And then I will even get the whole 8 hours. So if I don't, like, you know, do sexual stuff, I gotta stay until 1 o'clock. My wife and I were talking oh about God. this yesterday. To be able to wow. look at another person and, and ask for sexual, I don't know how you do it. No. I don't have the, I guess I don't have the cojones to do it. Right. There's no, that's so uncomfortable. Like, how do you take someone seriously that's like, if you don't have sex with me, you don't get to go home till one? Fine, I'll stay here. Right? Or, or, to, or like, hey, if you want to advance in your career, you've got to do this. And yeah. think you're not going to get caught. The like, arrogance level is fascinating. Yeah, that's, you have to be a huge deuce to, to, to think that that's like a serious, uh, uh, to take that conversation seriously. I would think it's a joke. Yeah, but really. clearly he's that man that just we heard being recorded doing it I like had teasing. done it before. I like teasing. I mean, if you want, if you want to, if you want, you got the condom. You know, just go with the flow and scene. Just do what feels right in the moment. Yeah, so bizarre. If you're wondering why the woman sounded like a man, it's because she was transgender. Okay. Again, that was in Hawaii. We're gonna take a pop in now and get sports. We'll be back. Russell Westbrook resigns in Oklahoma City, or at least will this morning. He's flying back to OKC from Los Angeles with his agent. Will sign a three-year extension with the third year being a player option. More than likely, he will be a free agent after two years. But Thunder fans, your boy is back. It's an $85 million max deal for Russell Westbrook. And it gives an option for Oklahoma City, cap-wise, to go after a big-time free agent next year under a max deal of their own. So Russell Westbrook back in Oklahoma City. Uh, NFL news, Nick Foles has re-signed or has actually signed with the Kansas City Chiefs, and it reunites him with Andy Reid, who he spent time with in Philadelphia. Dallas Cowboys still looking for a backup quarterback of their own. They like Josh McCown from the Cleveland Browns, but evidently they're not willing to make a trade for him. And that's bad news because if you like him, that's the only way you're going to get him is to go out and have to make a trade. The Olympics actually opened up last night with USA behind Hope Solo. And they win 2-0 over New Zealand in the opener for the women. And finally, wrapping up on the sports side, one of the, uh, I guess you could say, hotties of the WNBA that most guys pointed to and said, man, she's like the hottest thing that I've ever seen in my life as far as an athlete. 
Uh, Della Don says that she is gay and is officially engaged to her partner. So not necessarily breaking news that we have a WNBA player that announces that she's gay, but just probably one of the ones that most men look at and say, oh, my God, that's the only reason to watch the WNBA. She's hot. (laughs) It doesn't make her less hot. It does not make her less hot at all. Uh, It's not really a surprise. I mean, if you followed her on Instagram, not that I do, because why would I ever follow a WNBA player on Instagram? (laughs) But she was posting photos of her and this other girl, like, nonstop. So you had to think that this was coming at some point. If I was to get with a lesbian, then that would be the girl I'd choose. Because she's still masculine. Yeah, she's hot, but she's still masculine. Like, she can still throw you around. She can protect you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she could still throw you around. Yeah. Would it be her or Hope Solo? Oh, my God. Her every day. Hope Solo. <laughs> there, no, thank you. There are some hot WNBA players. I mean, I thought I always thought Skylar Diggins, she was attractive. Aaron Phillips. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ellen Deladon. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, there was this other girl, Lauren Jackson. Yeah. She, she's, pretty, yep. she's Australian. That makes her even more hot. Uh, okay. That's probably about it. And end of list. <laughs> that's it. The others on the list I don't agree with. So, but I was I was surprised. I didn't. It's you, the cliche of hey, if you play in the WNBA, you're not attractive. Not. I mean, they've got a few. They could they could cover till June. Right. You can at least count them on one hand. That's all you need to do. That's false that's wall sports. I'm Jeremy Poplin on ninety seven five KMOD. Balls to the Wall Sports brought to you by Apollos Martial Arts, empowering children and adults for 38 years. We are the Tulsa area headquarters for Muchado Jiu-Jitsu, the most effective self-defense. Accept no substitutes, ApollosKarate.com. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. <laughs> we do this thing where, oh, I'm trying to remember what I had planned for the next segment. Yeah. And we were, t- we were talking about something else and. Punishment for the wheel being Jenny tattoos. Oh, and I was my. like, I was like, that sounds fine. I'll just get you Homer Simpson to Sam. Okay. She's like, well, I'll just get your ex-wife's name. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally one up him. That was really exciting for me. That never happens. Well, I, the thing is, I'm fine if I don't. What I really would never see it. Yeah. It's the person that would have to see it <laughs> that would make me not want to do it. I eat my wife. Yeah. That would just make my skin crawl if, if I knew my yes. ex's tattoo was on me, especially on my Jenny's. Oh, that's so mean. Yes. <laughs> Not okay. Ozzy uh, Osbourne is in the news again. And a couple of things. One, Ozzy's mistress has decided to sue Kelly Osbourne uh. for defamation lawsuit. Womp womp. You saw that. Everybody saw this coming. Oh, yeah. Michelle Pugh just dropped a lawsuit on her in which she admits to three-year affair with Ozzy, but denies she abused him. If you recall, Kelly blasted this lady, a hairstylist, saying anyone looking for a cheap, chunky, low lights, a blowout, and a oral sex, and then gave her phone number. She also accused the, the mistress of manipulating Ozzy, saying my father's almost 70 years old, ever heard of elder abuse. And then she was slut-shamed and bullied and harassed. In her suit, filed in L.A. Superior Court, she claims the relationship was no fling 
that Ozzy made advances and turned their friendship into a romantic situation in 2013 and that they secretly dated until May of 2016. Says that Kelly's accusations that she committed elder abuse is not only wrong, but defamatory and caused her all sorts of problems. Of course, she's been emotionally damaged and she's lost business as a celebrity stylist. That would be the key factor. Yep. I, her, I agree with that. Yes. Super guilty. She could have slut shamed her, but once she said how bad of a hairdresser she is. Yeah. Uh. Or implying that her job has anything to do with her being a slut. Uh, she also says, the lady, the mistress says that Ozzy and Sharon did not break up due to in, infidelity. It was their arguments involving financial issues and control. And she claims Ozzy did not financially support her. The mistress. Oh, okay. but it doesn't say how much money. Hmm. Now, Ozzy went on. Yeah. <laughs> he went on the talk, which is the show that it, Sharon's on. Did he? Wow. Yes. To talk about his sex addiction. Oh, okay. my God. He's, I I can't even imagine what she must have said to talk him into that. I mean, money. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. She talked about it. They talked about it on the talk. And apparently it was really emotional for her. This is some of the audio that played. Tell us what's going on. He's um, been going uh, outpatient for sex addiction um, for the last three months. And after the tour, he goes into inpatient for three months. He's working at it. It's hard because it affects the whole family. Mm-hmm. And it's quite embarrassing <laughs> to talk about somehow drugs and drink is more acceptable I think but when it's somebody that has a sex addiction it's it's embarrassing and I'm proud that he's come out and admitted it finally um, you know I think he should call Tiger Woods for some advice <laughs> because Tiger Woods handled it so gracefully right who who emotionally breaks down and that isn't a comedian yeah and does that for the whole world and then makes light of it you're right some yeah. weird comedians do that yeah but she's not a comedian though but if if she's so embarrassing why are you talking about it on your show well, also, I mean, I, I can understand if she was pouring everything into her show. I think all of us have shared embarrassing things before. Absolutely. But I feel like that was kind of scripted with the whole tears and then a joke. You're not buying it. No. I'm with Sam on that one. I think it was all just set up. I honestly don't know what I would do without everybody here for the support. It's, um, it's amazing. You think it's happening to somebody else, but it's actually happening to you. And to happen at this far in a relationship, and it's been, you know, it's been going on for at least six years. Mm-hmm. And um, let's change the subject. Let's do Absolutely. it. Let's Absolutely. I feel like, is this, uh, I'm not an expert on Ozzy Osbourne, but I feel like this has happened for a while. That he's been banging other women. Well, yeah. he's a rock star. It's kind of expected, isn't it? So I looked up the symptoms of sex addiction just because I was curious. Fun. Compulsive self-simulation, a.k.a. masturbation. Multiple affairs, including extramarital affairs. Multiple one-night stands. Multiple sexual partners. Persistent use of pornography. Practicing unsafe sex. Cyber sex. And using prostitutes. Any one of those things? 
Um, they, or all of those things. They may include. So you could have your cyber sex and using prostitutes, but you practice safe sex. So, I mean, it's just, I don't think you have to have all those to be a sex addict. Hmm. But if you have a couple of those, so, I, I mean. Can't just any guy be a sex addict? Because guys want to bang constantly. I mean, I think the choice of words with calling it a sex addict is interesting. Yeah. Because I don't think it's a sex thing. What do you think it is? It's a mental, I need to feel a certain way thing. Okay, like there's some kind of chemical missing in the brain, and you're getting those and released. The, the because way to get it is through aha, sex. Aha. Much like drug addiction is taking drugs to forget about a problem, usually. Okay. Most of the time, people get addicted to drugs or alcohol because they're trying to suppress something. And yeah. then you become addicted because you need that to get to a normal level. You Well, you think that that is the way of life, is yeah. to suppress and not deal. Yeah, once you're... Once you reach a certain high and then the low becomes super low, you have to take more, be it drugs or alcohol or sex, right. to get back to that level to feel normal. Right. It's more of, to me, they're more of mental issues than they are of the vessel of which you try to deal with it. Yeah. So you're saying that, like, sex addiction is the same thing as um, being addicted to drugs or alcohol. It's the same need? Maybe. Okay. Maybe, because I think with drug and alcohol addiction, you're trying to put bury something away. And use that as your outlet. So sex... You know, you're just, your no, you use it to try and feel normal, quote unquote. Okay. I guess from... I, I, there are two different things in my mind because um, I guess like if somebody that's addicted to heroin or meth or whatever, they need it to, to I guess, go through their day. And I guess like in my mind, like a sex addict doesn't need to have sex before they start work or sex to go to sleep or sex to talk to somebody. Like to me, it just seems like it's something they're just. That's an interesting way to look at it. No, you're right. Like if someone that's addicted to drugs or alcohol, they need it. They get to a point where they need it. Well, the thing is, is when it comes to drugs and alcohol and sex or whatever, it all feels good. And that's what you're, you, it goes back to the chemical reaction in your brain. It releases those endorphins. It feels good. You like that feeling. Therefore, you do it again. But and I then feel you do like it again and again and again and again. Next thing a, you know, you're hooked. There's a dependency with like people in drugs and alcohol. Like if they stop taking alcohol, they'll get the shakes. And there's like a physical need to have that drug or alcohol, whatever. It's like it's not only emotional and there's problems. I think it's connected to your body chemically. And it's like a combination of both is what gets somebody addicted. I feel like with sex addictions that it you know could be mental, but I don't think there's like a body need for it. I think it's all mental. Eh, it's an addiction. I mean, you need it to get but through the day. To me, an addiction is if you jeopardize your job, career, or life for it. Well, the, the, that, that's what falls into that. Compulsive masturbation was on there. You think we get fired for... Yeah, for what? For masturbating? Well, yeah. No, I don't. Really? You don't masturbate. I'm talking about at work, like compulsive masturbation. It's affecting work. Yeah, but th- if I bring a gun to work, I can get fired for that, too. That's not an addiction. Correct. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? You're, what you're saying does not make sense to me. I th- When I'm saying it's a chemical thing, sex addiction, when you have sex with a stranger, mm-hmm. you're doing it to feel needed and wanted, right? Yeah. Most people have sex to feel loved. Yeah. Right? To feel so, a connection. Yes. And I think that when you have sex with somebody you don't want to have sex with, you, the amount of time that you have remorse is pretty quick after. Yeah. It's a temporary feeling you get because then in the car on the drive home or whatever, all you feel is remorse and how stupid I was. Yeah. 
And for people that fall into the sex addict category, I don't know if masturbation and all these other things mean that. I, they, maybe they are indicators, but you don't have that remorse feeling. And I, I feel like how, Corv, like you were saying it's an addiction. To me, it's like kind of a different addiction because you can leave work and go have sex, but you can still go to work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like alcoholics, they need it, so they're drunk at work. Yeah. Angela's on the phone with us. She worked at a place that dealt with sex addicts. Hi, Angela. How are you? Hi, doing great. How long did you work at this facility or place? Uh, about a year. Is being a sex addict what we're hearing described? Because some people think, and a lot of my buddies think, that when a guy gets caught cheating, he has to go to sex addiction to get out of it, or he, there's no genuine thing going on. Like, with a drug addict, you are you have the evidence. You're stealing, you have no money, your life's falling apart, your body's falling apart, you know what I mean? But with sex uh-huh. addict, there's, it's, there's no real tangible evidence like that. Yeah, and I, I truly thought the same thing until I worked at this place. Um, and I was actually being trained in this, and um, I, I began to realize that this is very similar to any kind of addiction, uh, alcohol addiction, drug addiction. And what I mean by that is that um, it consumes your whole life. Like, it starts off with just an affair or two, but then it goes into, like, I can't, function unless I do this thing. Um, And regardless of whether or not they're going to get caught or not, or if they're going to lose their job or not. And so that's where the addiction comes in. So it's not just an affair. Because it seems like the only time you ever hear something like this is when somebody has an affair. Yeah, that's that's generally when you you get caught. And then the web of lies uh, unfolds. And then you realize that it's not just this one person. It's a whole swarm of people. Um, Oh, by the way, I've been on these apps, um, and I'm meeting a lot of people. Oh, by the way, even though I'm straight, I'm now having sex with men just to um, uh, 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 basically feed a habit or uh, an addiction, I should say. Right, but the one we're we're referencing here is the Ozzy Osbourne stuff. He... Uh, as far as we know, has not had he had a, he had a mistress, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And that's you know I don't uh, and I can't say whether he has an addiction or not. But you know what his wife may not be saying is that uh, there's more to it than just that one mistress. There could be other sure. women. There yeah. could be sure, things. and there could also not. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And. Um, you know, when I was working at this place, there were people in there that I was thinking, yeah, this person probably doesn't have an addiction. Um, and those people didn't stay very long. But the ones that did have an addiction, like it was very apparent after uh, a couple weeks. How does one get into that field? What got you working in the sex addict field? Um, so most of the people who I worked with um, that were very passionate about this, they had gone through something like this themselves, uh, whether it was a spouse or a family member. That's how most people get into it. They just get very passionate about it, um, and, you know, they want to help other people. Um, myself, um, I was very interested in addiction, and um, I had I just had the opportunity to kind of uh, broaden my skills, and uh, I decided to try this out, and then once I got into it, I said, 
you know what, I'm not as, as passionate as you other people. This isn't my calling. Um, but it was very, it was very fascinating. And so it was just too, it was a little overwhelming or just too yeah, much? It's a, little, it's a little overwhelming because you're not just dealing with the, the, the person with the addiction. You're also dealing with the family and the children. Um, and that's a lot. Right. It's hard to keep all that stuff at the door and not take it home with you and carry the weight of it, right? Exactly. And yeah. then, you know, I started to wonder, well, what is my husband doing? I need to check his mm-hmm. app. You know, and once you start doing that, then, you know, your marriage is going to go downhill. So yeah. I said, this is not my field. That's fascinating. Angela, thank you for calling in. All right. Thank you. All right. See you later. It, to me, it's, it's so bizarre. It's so unknown. I think the same thing with drug and alcohol addiction, too. It's so not talked about. Yeah. That there's not much information about it. Yeah. Even when someone that's an addict that dies, they're like, oh, they died of heart failure. Yeah, right. Not overdose on yeah. cocaine. Right. And I think with a sex addict, too, is a lot of people that don't aren't legitimate sex addicts will just say that to get out of being in trouble. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So, so that like the people that are, are actually suffering, like she said, it's harder for people to believe them because there's so many people that don't have it. They're like, oh, I'm a sex addict. I'm going to cheat her. It's different. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I don't believe there's such thing as sex addiction. Mm-hmm. I just have a hard time going with, hey, because you, you know, you like your alone time a lot <laughs> and you, you, cr- you cruise some porn sites that makes you an addict. I, that's like, uh, that's like guy who drinks alone at home, right? At, while watching football. Right. But then, um, thinks about going to buy beer as an addict. I'm like, right. ah. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's more of a mental than the actual actions hmm. that something's happened in your brain that makes you think that's the way to feel love and affection. Yeah. And typically celebrities have that have all this money and all this success are super alone. Think of Robin Williams, right? Yeah. yeah. Who okay. hated Robin Williams? Nobody. 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 But he was alone and he killed himself. He hung himself. He had a family, tons of success. Right, and he hung himself. Why? Because he felt alone. Oh God, that's so yeah. sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got to take a break, and we will be back. Tulsa's morning show, the Big Mad Morning Show. Oh, I thought a group of Vietnamese people were having their intestines pulled out through their mouths. The assault continues next. Ninety-seven-five KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. Then what you want to say to 82945. The Looney Bin Comedy Club. Make it plan. Make plans this weekend to go there. Tonight you get in for two buck chuckles. That's only $2 to get in, but you need a reservation for that 7.30 performance tonight. And you get on the guest list at 392 Joke. The Looney Bin is at 68th the Memorial. Colin Mullen is the headliner. We don't have Colin in here today. We actually have uh, Bill, the manager of the Looney Bin. And Bill's in here because he has an event that's really important to him that they're actually going to be doing on Sunday called Stand Up for Downs. Bill's always in the room when we have comedians. You just never get to hear him because he's, he's wagging his finger at them when they shouldn't, shouldn't say. But yep. he gets to be in front of a microphone today. Hi, Bill. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, man. So uh, Stand Up for Downs is an event when you took over as the manager that you were like, this is important to me. I really want to get behind this. Uh, let's start at the beginning. Why is this something that's important to you? Uh, my little brother, Sean, has Down syndrome. Uh, he does not live here in Tulsa. He lives back in Kansas City. But, you know, I just something I wanted to give back. You know, there's there's enough craziness going on in the world. You know, it's election time. It's getting worse. It's you know, so you just want to do something positive. You just want to give back. You just want to 
shed some light on something good for a change. How, how older or younger is your brother than you? He's my stepbrother. Uh, Sean's 25, so he's consider i won't say my age but he's considerably <laughs> younger than me but uh he's he's definitely my hero he's, and you guys grew up together which i've had him for the last eight years okay all right so the again the event is called stand up for downs it's happening this sunday it starts at six o'clock tickets are twenty dollars all the proceeds will go to the down syndrome association of tulsa over seven thousand dollars last year yeah pretty impressive our first try you know last year it was just uh, some local comics that got together and wanted to give a good show with a little surprise at the end and we raised $7,300, so we, we hope to at least bust out over 10 this year. Um, it's it's really starting to grow and take off, get some legs of its own. So When I show up Sunday at 6 o'clock, what should I expect? What is the plan of events? How will things transpire through the oh, night? Oh, mercy. We've got, the sh- it's a long show. You know, it's a charity event. Um, so there's going to be one, two, there's going to be six comics performing. Uh, three of them are actually national touring headlining comics that, are, that have donated their time. The only thing I did was get them a room when they got to town. They said, I want to be a part of this. They donated their time, and they're driving or flying in. And uh, we're going to do a live auction kind of in the middle of the show to kind of break the monotony. Had a lot of people donate some cool stuff. Uh, Monster Energy Drinks donated a really cool Grizzly Cooler. I've got some spa packages for massages and facials. I've... You know, I've got some cool beer lights and stuff that people donated, beer signs for your man cave. Um, It's going to be, you know, just a lot of laughter. We're going to check our baggage at the door, and we're just going to let our hair down and have fun. Event is Sunday at 6 o'clock. It's Stand Up for Downs happening at the Looney Bin Comedy Club at 68th Memorial. Looney Bin is open tonight, Friday, and Saturday. This is just something that Bill is doing in addition to to uh, raise money for the Down Syndrome Association of Tulsa, an, uh, an event, I'm sorry, an organization that is uh, important to him and his family, and you can go out there and have a good time out there at the Looney Bin. And you've got a lot of celebrity sport. You briefly mentioned to it. Who was somebody that contacted you that surprised you and you're like wow how did you even hear about this uh ralphie may um you know we, we we've jabbed back and forth at each other on on twitter from time to time and he saw the post and he was wanting to get involved uh scheduling conflicts you know he's out doing that tour um and he said i can't do anything he said but I'll, i want to you know i want to help and ralphie may actually sent a, a real cool care package he signed an album a uh, limited edition album there was only like a thousand of them printed. Uh, he sent a limited edition tour poster, and then uh, Ralphie, you know, five hundred pound guy. Naturally, he started his own barbecue company, uh, and, uh, <laughs> so he sent a couple bottles of barbecue sauce and rub. Um, got his little motto right there on the side of the bottle: it "says best thing to put on your meat since lips." So if that doesn't <laughs> sound awesome. if that doesn't sound like a comic created a barbecue right. sauce, you know. Um, and he signed everything, you know. So we're going to put that together in a little package and, and try and auction it off and. We're going to give all that money to Down Syndrome Association as well. Tickets are $20 Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Uh, got six comics performing and the auction that Bill was just giving you a sample of some of the things on. If you want to help out, maybe you can't go, but you want to help out, call the Looney Bin at 392-JOKE. Tell them you want to help out, maybe make a financial donation, or you want to donate something for the auction. I'm sure that Bill would still take that, or you want to buy a, the room out. I'm sure Bill would love to yeah. work that out with you. If you just want to give me a hug, you know, I'll meet you for lunch. <laughs> we, can, we can hang out. They have to buy, see. though, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of course. Hey, don't solicit hugs. I'll get creepy quickly. Well, listen, I've been to some comedy shows that have been quite creepy, so right, right. That, 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 that is definitely uh, allowed. And when, last year was the first year that you started it, and as you set this up and you started putting together, and for those that don't know, putting together uh, charity events is tough, and putting together a comedy show on a Sunday after, late Sunday afternoon is also really tough. Right. 
And so what, what was your feeling going into it the first year? First year, I was scared to death. I just knew I wanted to do it. I, I have a bit of OCD when it comes to uh, I don't like to fail at things. So every, you know, I had to be dotted, T had to be crossed. I started planning it in my head for three months before I ever started talking about it. Then I left another three and a half months to actually put it together, get the sponsors on board, you know, get the T-shirts. We have event T-shirts printed up just to get the talent lined up. And then, you know, last year I was just so worried something would go wrong. Like the week of the show last year, I think I slept seven hours and seven days. I mean, and by the time the show got there, I mean, I was just done. I was spent. But... This year, I started a little earlier. Uh, I've asked for a little more help. I've realized it's okay, you know, and asked for some help. And uh, I've had this thing put to bed now for about about two weeks, and now I'm just sitting here. It's even harder to have nothing to do and just right. sit around and count the days going, come on, <laughs> yeah. come on, come on, you know. And it's gotten much bigger compared to the first right. year and so many more opportunities to raise money for the Down Syndrome Association of Tulsa, too, which is good. And, and the thing that is interesting, there's a lot of businesses that come to town, regional businesses like the Looney Bin, because they do have locations in Oklahoma City and in uh, Arkansas and in Wichita. Wichita, is that this is a way that the company's giving back, too, because mm-hmm. the company just just to let you do this is also uh, shows that they want to be a good steward of the community as well. Right. You know, last year, uh, Channel 8 came out and, you know, they did a little interview, you know, put it on the news, gave us a little love. Uh, this year, we started taking it a little more serious, see how big we could grow it and created its own Facebook and Twitter page. You know, that's when, you know, Ra- Louis Anderson, you know, comic from oh, the yeah. 80s, he follows us. Uh, Ralphie May, Tammy Pascatelli, Fluffy, you know, everybody yep. knows Fluffy. They're all following us. Um, we've got, uh, what, uh, Carney Wilson, uh, Caroline Ray, Peebo Bryson. So it's definitely the, the, the future so, creates nice. some, uh, interesting opportunities with people that want to be a part of this event. So Sunday, six o'clock, $20 to get in for stand up for downs. If you want to be a part of this and you want more, my advice would be call the Looney bin at three, nine, two joke and talk to them. And if you want to be involved still, there's still an opportunity for you to be involved. Just work that out with bill. When you call three, nine, two joke and the Looney bin is open tonight with Colin Mullen for tonight, seven thirty, Friday and Saturday, seven thirty, and 10 o'clock are the performances. Great place to take a date. Maybe get a good feel for the room, find the best seat and then come back on Sunday for the stand up for downs. And we'll get some people on the guest list right now for one of those th- uh, three days. Either tonight, 7.30, Friday and Saturday, 7.30 at 10 o'clock with Colin Mullen at 460-KMOD. And, uh, Bill, always the best of luck with the event, and I know it'll do well because you're not the guy to not let it do well. So <laughs> thanks so much for coming by and letting us talk about Guys, it. Guys, I appreciate you letting me come in. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back. And we'll... What everybody learned, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. What up, N-bombs? This is Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We're going to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show, we're going to go around the room. We'll start with Cornflake. Cornflake, what did you learn today? Today I learned that gold paints the good stuff. And uh, hey pretzels, I'm going to come honk your boobs. <laughs> Sam, what did you learn today? Likes porn, masturbating, and have unsafe sex. I might be a sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> and Gimpy has a holy penis. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so many jokes. Uh, Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned. I need to suck something. <laughs> <laughs> what? I need to suck something. <laughs> I need to suck something. Yeah. 
Oh, and I also learned that uh, Sam doesn't know what Plan B is. <laughs> well done. God. I need to suck something. <laughs> I don't remember the context of that, but I do. Yeah, yeah, you do. I do. Somebody, well, you were talking about your life or something. Oh, I don't yeah. know. You just all of a sudden. I need to suck something. Finger sucking. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, is that sure. what it was? I don't, uh, I don't uh, feel yeah, like that's yeah, accurate. Yeah, yeah. You call it whatever you want, buddy. <laughs> I learned Sam gets scared with anything uh, at four inches. Uh, good for Simba, man. Yeah, right. Blessed man. Good job for him. That's pretty high five. Uh, and I also learned that sex addicts... I'm not a sex addict! Or I'm a sex addict! We got so many texts of people yelling at us that they're sex addicts. Calm down. Nobody's hating on it. Nobody said it was bad. Good morning. You're on the air. What'd you learn today? Uh, Houston, we have a problem. No one is interested in my rocket ship penis. <laughs> what? Okay. Good morning. What'd you learn today? I learned I had a sex dream with the uh, with Demon Sam, and I was honking her booze. <laughs> the old clown mentality with sex is always hilarious, right? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Yeah, today I learned just give Corbin a bunch of tiny little pricks. He'll go numb. It'll be fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 it's true. Uh, Good morning. What'd you learn today? This is John Henry, the one I spotted sheep from the dead. I learned hickory dickory dock. The mouse ran into the break room. Cornflakes spread her touch Seaman Sam's leg and she screamed, Can it get stuck in the crack? Hickory dickory that. <laughs> wow. Last call of the day. Last call. Go ahead. Yeah, I learned Sam like sucking on fingers for before oil. <laughs> if anything can get more creepy, I don't know what it is. Uh, I learned that. <laughs> Corbin, say, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. See me, Sam. This is from Mother. I'm Cornflake. Was that an eagle? <laughs> Notice how he tried to not make it sound creepy? Well, this is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. I need to suck something. I need to suck something. I need to suck something. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the free to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle Tulsa. God bless Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs>